Hey! What the fuck's happening? Everybody, hi! Comedy Days I got coming up March 3rd. I'm at the Ka Theater at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe and Ian Edwards now. Ian Edwards is on the bill as well. Oh, boy. Um, April, the Shays Performing Arts Center, April 7th in Buffalo with Joey Diaz and Tony Hinchcliffe is sold the fuck out. So, we're going to add a second show. We sold out 3,000 tickets in a day, so we're going we're gonna to do a second show. So uh, we'll put that up soon. Thank you, everybody. Glad you guys are pumped. We're pumped. Joey's pumped. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe is pumped. We're going to have some fucking fun. Buffalo. We're going to eat wings with blue cheese only. It's a fact. Joey doesn't fuck around. And then Portland, uh, basically both shows are sold out. There's like some single tickets available for the second show. That's the 420 show, April 20th. Uh, everything else is fucking sold out. Oh, I'm going to do the Verizon Wireless Theater in Dallas on May 12th, Friday, May 12th. That uh, the tickets are not on sale yet, but there's a UFC in Dallas on um, May 13th. So May 12th, we will do a show in Dallas at the Verizon Wireless Theater. So I'll let you know when all that shit's going on. Okay. Okay. We're brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is a company. Go to squarespace.com forward slash Joe. This is what you need to do. Go there and check out what Squarespace has to offer. And what they do is they provide an incredible service that allows you to easily make a badass website. Beautiful, amazing, and super easy to do. It used to be back in the day that it was incredibly difficult to get a website. You had to hire somebody. A lot of times they're weirdos. You don't know what the fuck you want. They make it. You're like, that's not what I want. It's a pain in the ass. And it's a pain in the ass to fix and correct. With Squarespace, no matter what you want to do, if you want to have a blog, if you want to create an online store, if you want to have a gallery, anything along those lines, Squarespace can do it. And you can do it, more importantly, super easy. It's a simple, easy-to-use, drag-and-drop user interface that involves these beautiful templates and allows you to, if you're a regular person who knows how to attach a folder uh, to something or move a folder, rather, on your hard drive, if you know how to attach a photograph to an email, just regular shit, drag-and-drop type shit, you can make an amazing website. Each one of them comes with a free online store. You get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support, and it works and looks great on everything. They also have a unique domain experience that's fully transparent and very simple to set up. Squarespace, Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives, people in business, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. DougStanhope.com, made on Squarespace. DuncanTrussell.com, made on Squarespace. A lot of my friends use Squarespace. Squarespace is awesome. Brian Redband has probably made 30 websites with Squarespace, and I'm not bullshitting. And he did them during the time it takes for me to do this commercial. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com forward slash Joe. That's squarespace.com forward slash Joe. We're also brought to you by my all-time favorite undies, Me Undies. Those are my favorite underwear. They are, for real. 
The other day I was at the ice house and some dude goes, are you really wearing me undies? I had to show him my me undies. It seems sexual, but it's not. It's just underwear, folks. They feel better. They're more comfortable. They're made from Modal, which is a fabric that, according to them, has been scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. I don't know how the fuck you prove that. But I'll tell you one thing. They're soft as fuck. I literally sent all my other underwear to Goodwill. I gave them away. Somebody's wearing my underwear. They're good underwear. The other ones are fine. It's not like I'm giving people holy underwear or anything weird like that. But me undies are so good, I wasn't wearing my other underwear anymore. They're uber cozy, folks. And you can get them in matching pairs. So, like, if you have a certain kind of underwear and you want your gal or your boy or your man or your woman, I don't want to be sexist or ageist, they can wear the same underwear that you wear. Different designs and styles. Valentine's Day ones. Ooh. And for a limited time, anyone listening to this podcast can get 20% off the first order. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, not only that, if they're not the most comfortable, best-feeling underwear you've ever had, they'll refund you. How about that? And let you keep your first pair for free. What? Yes. They'll give you your fucking money back, and you keep the underwear for free. That's how badass they are. That's how convinced they are that they're the best underwear you've ever put on your balls or your vag. It covers everything. Butt cheeks. I don't want to give you the impression it's like a... Like a rig, like a hammock or anything. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, you can get 20% off your first order. <laughs> 20%. You can get 20% off your first order. Go to MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan. Better day guarantee. That's the MeUndies better day guarantee. They'll give you your fucking money back if you don't love these underwear, man. You're going to love them. Go to MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan. That's MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan for 20% off your first order. My guest today, my guest today has been my friend since 1988. How about that? He's a fucking hilarious stand-up comedian, uh, a good buddy, as a guy that uh, I've howled laughing at a million times, and uh, it's always cool to talk to him. Give it up for my friend, Mr. Nick DiPaolo. Joe Rogan Podcast, check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day. Nick DiPaolo, ladies and gentlemen. Joey Boy. Nick, how do we become old men that don't understand c- computers and technology anymore? Um, How'd that happen? Even, even if I was 20, I still wouldn't get it. I'm not smart enough. You would but, get uh, it. Stop, stop being so hard on yourself. Your boy Jamie seems to have a grasp on it. Jamie's must on be the German. ball. No, he's just on the ball. <laughs> he just understands shit. He understands certain shit that I... Is there anything that I understand that you don't understand? Yeah, a lot of shit about cars. Well, why is it doing that right there? And chicks, right? What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... A lot of things about cars, but that's just because you don't, you don't pay attention to cars. It's, I don't... It doesn't register. It's, some of it just, like, it goes in and out. Car I've stuff? Heard, I've heard about it a lot. Some things with electronics is the same way. There's a certain level of electricity. I'm scared of electricity. and stuff like that. I just start, I don't want to die, so I just stop listening. My buddy Jimmy Dottilio from, from Newton, Newton, Mass. Uh, he uh, is an electrician and one of the guys that he used to work with. Well, I'll never forget this. He was telling me this. Oh, look, someone likes to fucking hear the ding every I'm, time the text goes no, off. No, I don't. The ding. Um, <laughs> That's how bad I'm shutting up. Electricity. He was working with this guy, and uh, I don't remember what he was working on, but the guy just got just 
totally zapped, blew off his his Ugh. all of his skin. His fucking ears are gone. His eyelids are gone. I mean, it just he, but he, he became a monster, but survived. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget him telling me about that guy. And from that moment on, from when I was like sixteen, I've been fucking <laughs> terrified of electricity. Yeah, because you can't see it and shit. Yeah, it's crazy. We we live in a box, right? And in the walls of this box is this fucking invisible thing that if you stick a <laughs> fork in there, it'll kill you. Just blow your fucking brains out. Well, it actually does. It's like a fail-safe, right? If you stick a force in it, you just get a horrible jolt. That's the thing. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Wasn't that? That's the difference between alternating current and direct current, right? Isn't it? If I knew that answer, I wouldn't be afraid of it. Well, apparently in <laughs> England, they have a far higher level of electricity that's going through their walls. Yeah, because the shit, when you go over there, you have yeah. to have special adapters. Yeah, that shit in. just kills everybody that's stupid. <laughs> we let the stupid people live. In England, if you stick a fork in the wall, it, it finds your whole family and kills them, too. It's, it's apparently super powerful. I was changing the filter. I have a generator, a cola generator. You know, it runs on like natural gas and shit. Oh, for in case the winter comes, when winter's coming. It, it, I live at the end of a dirt road in the woods. So when, uh, the, when the power goes out, mine's usually the first house to go out. And it kicks right. It's the best thing I ever did. But I'm out there like fucking changing the filter. And, and, and then all of a sudden I look over and there's little instructions like on the inside of the door saying you have to disconnect the battery. When, oh, when no. The, <laughs> and you're not. I got like a fucking can of Coke in my hand. You know, I can hardly <laughs> see what I'm doing. Screwdriver in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am frightened of that shit. When I lived in Colorado, we had one of those. It was running on propane. So when the power That's would go out. It's awesome. The power mm. would go out. It goes click. And then. Right up. You would hear it immediately. In yeah. one second. It just yeah. fucking. It's, I had, the guy that sold me the house told me to get it. He, goes, oh. he had like a small one. He, he said you should get her, you know. Does and, yours uh, run on propane? What is yeah. It? yeah. Yeah, it's 250 gallons. Yeah, that this. lasts a long time, too, right? 250 gallons lasts a few days. Unbelievable. It ran for, we had, last year, we had a storm and, and the power went out, and it ran for two and a half days, and it only moved the needle like a little. It was like, this is the fucking balls, man. I know, it is kind of crazy how little it uses. Yeah. Yeah, when um, that big storm hit, was that like a year or two years ago, where the one where there was no food and people were going to Dunkin' Donuts and eating <laughs> yeah, up all the croissants? Yeah. There was like nothing yeah. there. That yeah. just goes to show you how goddamn fragile our whole structure is. We have this false sense of security that... Much more so over there than over here. Over here, at least it doesn't get cold. But over there, you know, when, when you get trapped and it snows, you're kind of fucked. Like, over I just where? got back from New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean, oh, yeah. I just flew back yesterday. And uh, I was supposed to fly in on Thursday, but they got it, they got hit with 14 inches and everything just shut down. They just canceled the flight in advance. I, I was headed to Chicago. Mine got canceled. Yeah. So, uh, you know, then the, uh, the airlines, like, they do you a favor. They send you a text, like, at 3 in the morning while you're sleeping. Exactly. We found you another booking. Oh, that's great. It's a fucking LaGuardia, which is 48 miles from my house. It's at uh, 7 a.m. You're sitting in seat 48G. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to fucking. Mm. Thanks. And I had to change in Louisville. And I did that, and the uh, we sat on the tarmac for the tarmac for two hours before That's that was fun. <laughs> this is why I don't do the road anymore. People out here yell at me. You never come to California. I go. I'll drive to New Jersey, make the same money in one night. Also, it's hard to get out here in the winter, especially. Yeah, Don't move was, on my part. I was on the tarmac yesterday, and uh, they had a de-ice, and then we apparently sat on the runway too long, and we had to go back and de-ice again. Whatever, I'm complaining. It used to take six months to get over here on a horse. <laughs> no, but it's it's still fucking aggravating. I mean, oh, yeah. they know. used to ride horses. They used to take a horse with a wooden wheeled fucking sled behind it, and you used to tow that. 
and your baby would be on the sled with your wife, and everybody would be scared of Indians. They, they still do that in Tulsa. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. I, I actually... <laughs> <laughs> I actually... But people make fun of the flyover states, and, and I, I, lo- I, I, I sit in New York traffic, because I now I live in the suburbs like an asshole. I have to drive into the city. And the car, the mayor does not want cars in the city. He's made it impossible. There's bike lanes on both sides of you. There's skateboard lanes. There's lanes for old people. Where is this? In New York City. Is that hard? It doesn't move. Oh, yeah. No, the city doesn't work anymore. They changed the lanes? Oh, fuck yeah. You can't, you can't, you you should not bring your car in. And I do all the time like an idiot. And I'm, well, I'm sitting there and I'm complaining in my car. I go, you know, I would fucking kill to live in Tulsa right now. Eight minutes. Yeah, downtown easy. to pick up something. Oh, know? I think everybody has a totally different opinion of the flyover states now that Trump's president. They're like, oh, they get to vote too. Y- yeah, oh. no, exactly. <laughs> I-, I always like them. No, you're exactly right. That's exactly right. Like, oh, their vote, their votes work. <laughs> this, this is real. They're paying attention to in Ohio. <laughs> well, yeah. That was a really good point that a lot of people had when uh, Trump got elected was that all these people that live in these predominantly liberal areas like California, New York in particular, New York City and California, yeah. they were all like, oh, my God, Trump is horrible. Oh, my God, Trump is horrible. Yeah. I, we love Hillary. We're so excited yeah. to have our first female president. It's going to happen. It's 100 percent. It's going to happen. Right. Do you know anybody that's voting for Trump? I don't because they're so insulated. They yes. literally don't know any conservatives. So they were convinced that she was getting that's in. exactly right. Yeah. They said if you take out. L.A. County and New York City that, like, he would have won the popular vote, too. Just yeah. a, not even the whole state of California. Just L.A. County yeah. and, 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 like, a couple of boroughs in New York City, he would have, like, won the popular vote. Well, hey, it, you're right. They're in a bubble. And what's that, crazy uh, is, like, he's not a good candidate. It's not like he's, like, the perfect Republican. He's not no, like he's absolutely some Ronald not. Reagan character. That's exactly right. Some upstanding guy who just look no. at him and like, yeah, that's a president right there. No, it's No, just, which it's is chaos. kind of refreshing. I mean, I, <laughs> you like it? Yes. Everybody, for, for the last 30 years, I don't want to go there, but you guys know I'm a right winger, so I'm not fucking, I'm sure your fans right don't like winger. this. Well, no, I'm labeled that. Are you a right winger? Are you like no, you're more I, of a centrist? I am a centrist, but yeah. people in show business—if you lean right on two issues out of four hundred, you're a fucking Nazi. Yeah, I've been called a right winger. Well, yeah, I'm a pot smoking hippie for the most I part. I know you're a nice blend. You're yeah. the perfect. You're like fucking Jerry Brown when he was <laughs> when he was sane. Yeah, when he was sane. <laughs> that crazy fuck. I can't believe he's really the governor. Nobody even notices. California doesn't even need quiet. a governor. Like if he died and no one said anything, right. he'd be like, "Where's Jerry? I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Let's go eat." I know. Chipotle, what do you want to? You're right. He doesn't show up much. He just pops up every once in a while. Nobody talks about him ever in this in this state. And he's 70 what? He's got to be 74. He's a thousand years old. He is. No one complains about him. No one talks about him. No one praises him. It's just, he's a non-governor. Like when Schwarzenegger was the governor, yeah. everybody talked yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah, I did. can't believe the Terminator's the governor. <laughs> they had Governator t-shirts at the fucking airport right. you could buy. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a real governor. Like we knew we had a governor. Right. Now you ask the average person just walked on the street, who's the governor of California? They will fucking stare at you like you have three heads. They yeah. don't even know. Yeah. I like that. Well, is California going to succeed from the union or what? Oh, we have to. <laughs> we have to. It's like, you might as well. All those assholes that are using non-organic. <laughs> what is this? this Where is, is Governor Jerry Brown? Governor 20, Jerry, what is this? This 24 minutes ago. Was posted. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Governor Jerry Brown's office remains mum on his location. 
Oroville grapples with emergency efforts. Cons- oh, you heard about that fucking yeah, that flood, that, that dam's ready to blow. Holy Christ. Yeah, they're evacuating the area. While the governor, hold on a second, go back there. Sorry. While the, the governor issued an emergency order Sunday, there has not been an update since. His office with, was mum on his location. Oh, he's fucking dead. He's dead, and they don't want to give up position. It they're sounds worried. very, yeah, it sounds very Russian. Remember the Russian mm. leaders, they always, all of a sudden yeah. you don't hear about them. Or Scientology, when that guy's wife was missing. Shush. No one talks. Oh, yeah, and Leah had the yeah. balls to ask where she was. Dude, I had her on the podcast. I know you did. Woo. I love her. I'd like to meet her. She's she's a ballsy lady. Yeah. Brooklyn Spitfire. Yeah, she's a little animal. It's very, <laughs> very interesting that she was a Scientologist her whole life. It, all, it almost goes contrary to like how she calls bullshit on everything. Like, how the hell did you not call bullshit on that? It's weird. That's you know? my first question when I watch that stuff. I go, really? Yeah. <laughs> You walked into some office in L.A. and fucking they gave you some pamphlets and said, look, we can put these on. We'll fucking. How is Catholicism any less ridiculous? I don't I don't believe in that shit either. And I I was, you know, I raised. Yeah, I was forced to go to church till about seventh grade. And I used to start wrestling my father, you know, breaking shit on Sunday. (laughs) And and he wasn't the religious one. He was lay in his bed and go go to church with your mother. I think there's a real problem with having a right and having a left. I think as soon as you have two sides that people can pick, people just get on one side and then fucking dig their heels in. Well, I read that book recently, and it's been out for about 10 years. You, you probably are. I know your boy Alex Jones has mentioned a thousand times in it. Uh, the you know the, the truth about the Bilderberg Group. It was written like 10 years ago. They keep updating it. I, I'll never vote again. It really is like 40 people running the whole fucking place. <laughs> well, if it really is, though, how the fuck did Trump get in? Because I don't think they he's wanted pa- him in. No, but that's it. He's a part of that's, it. Yes. So it's a trick. But he doesn't know he's a part of it. Oh, that, that's how deep it runs. It doesn't. I swear to God, dude. You, you haven't read him? this one? No. This is The guy's name is Daniel Estulin. E-S-T-U-L-I-N. It's about eight, eight, nine years old, this book. And you will fuck. I read it on vacation. <laughs> I, was, I was walking around the beach. I didn't see anything. I was in a fog. Going, I can't believe what a sucker I've been my whole life. <laughs> I remember I fucking bombed in Connecticut, and not in Connecticut, in Pennsylvania once, because uh, a buddy of mine gave me a copy of um, Best Evidence by David Lifton. It was a, it's a conspiracy uh, book about the assassination by this guy, David Lifton, assassination of JFK, by this guy who was, uh, he was apparently he was an accountant, and he was given some task to write some paper about the uh, the president or about the Warren Commission. And as he was going through the Warren Commission, which is just this enormous thing, many, many volumes, he found all these inconsistencies and things that didn't make sense. And no one expected everyone to read, you know, whatever the fuck it is, 900 volumes. Right. So this asshole read it all. And then he just went into detail about how, much, how ridiculous the Warren Commission report was. And then he started investigating the actual facts behind the assassination itself. It freaked me the fuck out i was like they killed the president man they so you, you the went on stage right after you read it eight dick <laughs> i've done nothing's, that too. <laughs> nothing's funny eight dick i've done that a couple times god damn it well i did it when i was living in la i read uh robert bork judge bork's oh. book you know and uh it, it to me it crystallized a lot of shit that i was thinking that i go oh my god all this is and but i was living in la at the time and i'm trying to spew some of that shit like at la jolla comedy store <laughs> Can't do it. Although, you know, that crowd La Jolla is a little no, bit more exactly, conservative. Exactly. But, uh, the know, military. The original room at the comedy store. They weren't really uh, having it. <laughs> no. Some lady got so fucking mad at me at the, at the original room where I was just saying that I don't think that women should be able to guard the White House. You know that bit that I had? 
And the bit was that I can't guard the White House either. You know how I know? Because I met Shaquille O'Neal and his dick is where my face is. <laughs> I'm like, if the White House is experiencing a shack attack, I'm the wrong dude to save the <laughs> world. Right. Like, people are not fucking even. We're not even. And then the joke, and she was fucking screaming and yelling at me. And I go, listen, stupid. I just said, I can't do it either. I go, do you, do you understand that? Yeah. No, they don't hear that part. No. They hear the part you said women shouldn't. Exactly. That's all they glom onto. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and, I, and then I said, look, and this is, this is where she get really crazy, and I want to having to kick her out. And I go, my favorite people in the world are all women. I have a wife. I have three daughters. They're my favorite people on the oh planet. Oh, my God. But I could beat the fuck out of all of them. And she went crazy. She was like, that's it. I, I, like, I, what, I can't? Line it up. <laughs> set it up. Set it up. Put the house on me. No, you I'll just hit him with the truth. You sound Give like weapons. me. What you just crystallized there, I've been going through for like 30 years on stage. It's so crazy. It's just, but I'm saying myself, I'm like, I, I, I right. deal with physical combat on a daily basis almost. I know what, what you can and can't do. Right. You can't leave a girl guarding the fucking White House by herself. Unless you have that bitch in a RoboCop suit with fucking <laughs> nuclear weapons, she's not going to pull it off. I said, well, one of my bits was uh, talking about women in the military. This was, again, I think I was living in L.A. when I wrote it. I don't think they should be in the military because they don't throw that well. I don't think think 20 soldiers should die because Pam's grenade toss landed a foot (laughs) from the bunker. And it's one of my best, you know, I did it on Letterman. That's funny. You know what I mean? But uh, every time there'll be a table of girls that would, you know, get their feathers well i'm not whack i'm not happy that ronda rousey lost but in a way it makes things easier because there was a bunch of fucking people that were going oh yeah what about ronda rousey she'll kick in and i made the mistake of saying like hyperbole okay i'm the master of hyperbole i've exaggerated all the time i was like she could probably beat half the men bantamweights in the, in the ufc is that true no it's not definitely not true <laughs> i shouldn't have said it at the time <laughs> <laughs> now it's definitely not true. She could beat a few that aren't good outside the sport. Look, if she gets guys in the ground, she could fuck a lot of people up. Her judo is 100% legit. Her arm bars are amongst the best in the business. But let's people, say people I were did always some saying that. She banged it to me. She'll flip you on your head. You're fucked. She'll I'm fuck 55. Up. I'm kidding. She'll I fuck that. you up. But, but the point is... Even with some coke. I mean, all these fucking women are like, what about Ronda Rousey? What I'm like, Ronda Okay. And then, thank God, you yeah. know, now, now that she's lost, everyone's uh, relaxed with that. But, you know, and then the argument is, well, who she lost to, you know, who who fucked her up the most? A lesbian. I mean, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But, 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 no, that's exactly right. It, 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 here's the thing with the feminist movement. They used to, you know, we can do anything men can do, but they wouldn't push the physical thing. They, they, they'd not admit, anymore. But not anymore. No. I was at Gotham Comedy Club about three years ago, and I'm doing a fight breaks out. It had nothing to do with me. Two tables got into it. I mean, a big... There's a woman in the middle, standing in the middle, a girl, and I don't mean like a butch dykey, like a bride. But she she's, thinks that she, she can she's throw She's got down. her hands up. Oh, my she God. She throws a punch at one of the doormen. Oh Another my God. doorman comes over and knocks her out oh like God. she was fucking Larry Holmes in his 60s. She went down like she was shot. Oh and uh, I never heard any lawsuits or anything, but she was throwing haymakers at that, like the fucking door. <laughs> they God. really believe... And again, like you said, Amanda Nunez. I'd be scared of that, Brian. Yeah. But uh, well, Amanda Nunez would knock a lot of dudes out. Yeah, that's what I mean. But again, lesbian. Could, but, be, could be something there. <laughs> well, yeah, she's half a guy. You know, that was an interesting thing, too. Which is fine. Well, I mean, she's not. She's all, she's all woman. She just likes women. But Really? You don't think some of her, she's got a little more, you know, less estrogen than my wife? A little, mm. a little more man juice? I think it's all biology. So? And I'm not saying that. I'm not being derogatory. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I think she should be uh, more celebrated than she is because she's the first ever woman uh, lesbian champion in MMA. I mean, there's, you don't see... How come lesbians get their own designation? Like, they're not just gay. Like, it's LBG. You know oh, what I mean? Good. It's le- lesbian, <laughs> oh, gay. God, let's not get it's lesbian, that. and gay. Like, they get their own thing. They're not just gay. Like, you can't be a gay woman. You're also a lesbian. Like, a gay man is not a thing. Like, he doesn't have an extra thing. It's not like you're also uh, a thespian. You know? You're, you well, know what I mean? Now you're talking Tom Cruise. <laughs> but I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, lesbians are not just gay. They have their own little designation. That's how they want it. They get what they want. This, I was reading <laughs> I, I was reading those. Joey, I was reading those, uh, like, the terms now. Uh-huh. Cisgender. And, oh, yeah. Those are wonderful. The, I, I ran out tons of, of sense. I ran out of printing paper. <laughs> I'm not shit. I was spitting out. Was, I was on like page 78. I ran out of paper. And I just started reading them. I, I actually do this in my special, my CISO special. That's coming out Thursday. I talk about the, uh, I go, it's so confusing. Now the libs, you confuse everything. Nobody knows what bathroom to use. And I go, I was at a nightclub the other night. Here's the ladies room right here. And the men's room is right next to it. And there's a pile of shit in the middle between the two doors <laughs> <laughs> with a tampon stuck in and a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. And I'm not being derogatory. I, I actually have a relative who's like transgender. I wouldn't want to fucking have to deal, you know, but but we're talking about these people like they make up 60% of the population. That's who's, where I get a little fucking angry. Who's like that guy from Roadhouse? Lesbian. The guy with the mustache that talks like this. You know that guy who's always in like truck Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Yes. There's a great meme with Sam Elliott, and it was like, there used to be a time where we worried more about <laughs> women, the safety of women and children than men who like to wear dresses. <laughs> It was one of those memes online, I'm like, holy shit. And someone put it up and everybody went crazy. Because there's the thing, like, there are people who are fucking crazy, who are men, who like to wear dresses, want to pretend they're a woman. Like, right. There's transgender people, and then there's sick fucks that also like Good to wear point. dresses and go into the women's room. That's and right. And if you open the door, you open the door to everybody. Well, that's what I said to these young kids when I'm on stage, like these kids in their 20s. I go, you should be taking advantage of this confusion. You're at a nightclub, <laughs> you see a hot chick. You just carry yeah, a little lipstick with you, slap it on, yeah. follow her into the ladies' room, and go, I identify as a dyke tonight. Open that stall. I'm like you. Annie Lennox went back when she used to wear suits, <laughs> but I'm definitely a woman. <laughs> Remember when Annie Lennox used to wear suits? Yes. Sweet dreams are made of this. And- I don't remember what, <laughs> but when, when when that was big, were we looking at her going, well, what were we, we weren't no, like questioning we're like, her sexuality. Damn, she looks good in a suit. Yeah. She's hot. She That's has voice hair, ever. Everything. She's yeah. beautiful. She was so, yeah. Did she come out? There she is. No. She's a woman. She's all woman. She's Look, just She actually freaky. looks good there for Christ's sake. Even with orange hair, I'd fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> that, that looks like if Trump <laughs> uh, was transgender in his teens. <laughs> not, even, not even his teens. Like when he's like 11. <laughs> 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 that does look like it looks like the president. <laughs> what a weird haircut. Look at that. Yeah. Looks He's like got to let his hair go. I want to talk to him. I want to get him on mushrooms, get him to shave his head. Who? Trump. Get him. You should change a lot. He should let it go gray. Like, well, well, he's not just gray. Like, what the Why fuck is, is going on? I, up there? I don't know. Somebody Chaos. Being on it? <laughs> there's, there's like so much stuff happening in his head. Well, he's got to trim around the ears. This isn't 1975. Mm. I'm just saying. Well, I think he, not to get he, too picky. He likes keeping it long so he could fucking spin it around and cover <laughs> all the barren lands. <laughs> Well, that's true. You can hide a lot of yeah. deficiencies. He's definitely got something going on. <laughs> there's a whole theory as to what's happening on, in his hair. That there's a, there was a guy that ran a company that they would take hair 
and they would, you know, like they buy hair from like people in India, and then they bleach it to whatever color your hair is, and then they would attach it to your skull with these microfilaments. <laughs> Where do kind, I get that done? Well, it looked like shit, and they went out of business. Except they had an office in Trump Tower, right below below Trump's office. And so the company went out of business, but their office still remains. So the idea is that he's the only client, and Trump comes down, gets Where his hair done this? by this guy. It was in like, oh God, I want to say like- our, That's a great idea. I want to say it was like Esquire or GQ, like one of those magazines, and it was like the secret behind Trump's hair. There's this whole investigative report on Trump's hair. It sounds like a plot for CBS sitcom. You know, did you see what was going on? in I think it was Chile. There was a paper, a newspaper that had a, a photo of Trump, but they used the Alec Baldwin picture <laughs> instead of the Donald Trump picture. They fucked up, or they did it on purpose. Probably did it on purpose. But it's hilarious. NBC will be doing that. And go, oh, we fucked up. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, here it is. This is what the guy used to do. <laughs> the placing micro of cylinders. the micro cylinders. So it's like these little things that glue to your hair. So it looks like the hairs are coming straight out of your scalp because they glue these little. Like little tiny hula hoops with with hair attached to it, I guess, and it sticks right out of your hair, right out of your head. Yeah, I don't totally understand it. It's probably like pubes from a third world country. Apparently, know? it looked like shit, which makes sense because his hair looks like shit. <laughs> Right? Look at that. See? 500 hairs added in 90 minutes. See? He's got this thing going right, on. Now I'm it's interested. It's just like his hair. See? That, I mean, that is like Trump's hair. That right? is, yes. So this guy was bald, well, that, and now he's got right. this flop. Oh. That, there it is. See? That's a wave in Hawaii. Somebody should be riding. Like, it does, his hair doesn't make any sense. It's like there's so much volume, but so little volume <laughs> at the same time. Well, when, yeah, when you're 70, it shouldn't be long in the back. Well, all of it should, it's chaos. Like, why not just shave your fucking head, bro? It's so easy. You're, you're worth a fucking hundred billion dollars. Or your wife is not down with you because of the way you look. You know? Like, shave your fucking head. You can do whatever you want. But when you're that age and you got that much hair, you don't want to shave it. Why not? Right? God, it's, the whole thing is stupid. You, like, you look good with a bald Thank head. Thank you. I feel good. <laughs> I'm not just kissing your ass, but you do. Uh, but he would, I mean, he. I, something tells me he's got like a big veiny giant skull that would scare the shit out of both Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, like an ogre's dick. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. Just veiny and angry. <laughs> big slot in the top. Imagine if we found out he really was a dickhead. Like he's got a, a hole, like a whale hole <laughs> on the top of his head. And it's just, it's just pre-cums leaking out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> cover it, cover it. I Sad. Was, on the plane on the way to Chicago, I opened the, you know, the airplane magazine? Yeah. Because I fucking forgot to bring my ah. shit. So I'm reading that, and there's a, Joe Rogan, front and center, talking about Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was, I go, what is he saying? I wrote something that was so outrageous. No, but it was really good. Well, what they what put in there was like a fraction of what I wrote. What I wrote was filled with swear words and no, talking Joe, about sex. No, come on. You were, you were just letting a little of your female side show. Well, a little of my female side is all they left in. <laughs> the stuff they cut. Of course. I just, the guy asked me to write something. I'm like, all right, so I don't give a fuck. So I smoked a joint and I wrote something crazy and I sent it to them. And they're like, well, they have to edit it heavily. I'm like, let them. Who cares? And so what's in there is like barely mine but it made sense it was kind of I was like oh my god he's because you said like in a few years what what the grasp of the, the whole article was he's saying let it let it out if like you love your wife write it in a card yeah. and stuff let that shit out because in a few years we're going to be able to read each other's minds yeah right wasn't that the gist yeah, of, and it made I, sense and i usually don't believe in that shit i'm like ooh. 
We're we're about thirty years away from being mind reading robots. I really believe that. I don't think we're well, gonna I'll be, be damn dead, so I don't give a fuck. I think we're gonna we're gonna be some sort of a combination of people and machine within the next <laughs> oh, thirty God. years. I really do. I don't I think if you think about how close we are with communication, about how we can tweet and send pictures and, and share information so quickly, like yeah. almost instantaneously, then the next possible step is that we're going to be closer than that. We're going to have that the shit chip. in your head, and we're going to be Are they going to put a chip in us yeah, or something, you I mean? I think so. I think so. They're already doing it, aren't they, for some... Probably. I know the audience I played in Chicago, it seemed like they had chips. Um, they didn't like you? No, it was great. You ever do that? No, I love saying. Chicago. Uh, but this uh, Rosemont. Yeah, the place is great. Unbelievable. Joey Diaz just did his uh, CISO special there. Yeah, that's what they told me. <sighs> great great room. room. Great room. She goes to me, she goes, but this, she even warned me. She goes, the Saturday crowd, I sold out three of the four shows, which I was excited about. She goes, the Saturday early show might be, they get a little rowdy. I'm on stage five minutes. I'm making fun of Hillary. You know, oh, they got mad at you. I'm like, uh, no, just one fat, ugly bitch got mad at me. <laughs> I wanted to kick her fucking ugly head off her shoulders. This chubbet, fucking miserable. Uh, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I could tell. You know, Hillary wasn't healthy. I saw her shit stain in her pantsuit. She's going up the stairs, and there's blood coming out of her nostril, earwax, and and she goes, this lady right up front. She goes, you're a fucking asshole, and gives me the finger. Whoa. Like, and and you know, that's her hero, bro. Huh. Won't you be nice to her hero? Fuck her hero and fuck her. There's uh, a picture, yeah. a new picture of Hillary <laughs> and Bill. And Hillary, Bill's looks like he's wearing something from uh, a, a motorcycle movie from the 1970s. <laughs> and Hillary is dressed like the villain in every kung fu movie. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. She's literally wearing a fucking car. I've joked around about that before, that she dresses like the villain in every kung fu yeah, movie. Like, but this like time she leader. took it to the next level. And she literally has like an Asian jacket on and some fucking <laughs> scarf underneath it. She's trying to cover up the, the turkey neck. It's because she loves China. It's her version of a comb over she's just going up trying to, the to hide tip that of neck. the chin i live four miles from that house you know? i saw her in the woods the other day she's what behind house? a rock her crying house? yeah and uh you live four miles from their house yeah they have a house in the... they have a house in chappaqua do they really yeah. up in westchester i'm they, go, they probably have a hundred houses those crooks how did they make them so much money being civil servants well they didn't they once they got out well even when they were in well the well they were i mean he was given the, the majority of it, when they started that foundation, right? we know how they made it. I mean, they're selling influence all over the world. That but, foundation just took a big hit. Something just yes. happened with that foundation. Well, yeah, they're going to shut it down now. Yeah, they're shutting they it down. Because it was exposed during the election. But it was, uh, there was a, a big article, like, very recently. I didn't read it. I saw it. Someone <laughs> was telling me about it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I should stop talking. <laughs> but I, <laughs> no, it's a podcast. I plow one. Plow right when I'm like, a, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's, what, that's where I step on the gas. That's where I dig my heels in and start fucking swearing. Yeah. How about that picture I sent you yesterday? I, I pulled in to do uh, Fitzsimmons' podcast. Clinton the, Foundation and, partner hiked opiate overdose Hiked opi opiate overdose reversal drug price by 680%. Oh, that's very Republican oh, of him. Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. So an opiate re overdose reversal drug, which saves people from yeah, opiate. And, and they hiked the price. It's opioid. Am I saying it wrong? I say Opioid, it. right? I'm saying it wrong. Opioid refers, re overdose refer. It shouldn't be a word like that, <laughs> opioid. It's heroin. It's fucking heroin. It's a That's heroin overdose. Call it. Why call, do you have to say opioid? Call it pure horse. Opiates. Overdose reversal drug by 680%. Oh, I'm sure this is a story. Money. Well, we, we had investments. We had to satisfy stockholders. It's very important. But I support <laughs> Hillary Clinton and women. And I support a woman's right to choose. Yeah. <laughs> 
A woman's right to choose. Oh, ah, God. It's very important. How many times have you heard the word, the phrase, uh, strong woman in the last fucking 20 mm. years? Or nasty women. Everyone's a nasty woman now. Remember that? When when Trump called her a nasty woman, then all of a sudden all these women had nasty woman as their, yes. their Twitter handle? Yes. Even Jen Kirkman, she called herself Jen Kirk, Nasty Kirkwoman. She wasn't Kirkman anymore. They're having fun with it, I guess. They went nuts when that tape came. Oh, Trump loves to grab pussy. Yeah, so does Hillary. Why is it not? A, what's the controversy? Oh, is that what you think? That's what I'm saying. Are you trying to say that? Are you kidding me? <clears throat> she burped in my face once. What does it smell? The like? CBS. Oh, like a three eighty old mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> like a can of smoked mussels oh, that's left in the back Christ. of a minivan for three weeks in August. I like smoked oysters. Oh, I do too. I'm not going to think about them now when I open them up. I'm going to think of Hillary's breath. You'll think of clits when you open oysters. Really? Yeah, it looks like a, a mutilated clitoris. I eat them because they're a good way of maintaining a ketogenic diet, Nick DiPaolo, not because I'm disparaging I eat them too. Form. I know about all that shit. I saw you <sighs> eating, uh, you put up those like little videos, I don't know, was it Facebook Live or whatever? You were making breakfast with like five eggs and kimchi mm. and shit? Yeah. I went and, I, I have like four or five eggs every morning. Do you? Oh, I it's fucking good love for them. You. Eggs are good love for Love them. Those goddamn criminals, probably that work for the Clinton administration, <laughs> they were trying to convince us for a long time that eggs are bad for you, that cholesterol, d listen to me, folks, not bad, very good for you. I, I saw you had like kimchi, and it yeah. was enough, for, it looked like it would last you two weeks, and no, that was like your food. breakfast. That's because you're hyper still, though, right? I'm still hyper. God damn it. You That's are, why right? I have this weight right here. Oh, you got I need to work out <laughs> while I'm talking to people. And I want to try that elk roast you made. Ooh, yeah, I was, that was fucking night. hoping you had some leftovers. Well, my buddy John Dudley had this guy, Chad Ward, on his podcast. Chad Ward is this uh, barbecue master. And he was basically saying that when I cook, that what I'm doing by uh, grilling things over high heat, that you fuck it up because you, you dry out the meat somewhat. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, what does he say to do? He says, don't cook anything over 275 degrees. I'm like, all right, I'll try it. So I put an elk roast on last night. I put a meat thermometer in that bitch. And I low let and it cook slow. Low and slow. For like an hour and a half, I cooked this roast. It wasn't a big roast either. Cooked it for an hour and a half, got it to 125 degrees. Then I took a frying pan. And you uh, seared the uh, yeah, outside, outside of it. Yeah, yeah. With, with butter, hot butter. <laughs> then Elk and you, butter. You wrap it up in <laughs> aluminum foil. And you put it in a cooler, because yeah. the cooler will keep it warm, just like it keeps it cold, right? I put it in a Yeti cooler. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what the, all those barbecue masters do. They let it finish in a cooler. And then I pulled that bitch out, and I sliced it up. Holy shit, it was, was cooked he right? I was looking at the pictures. Oh. It was cooked fucking perfect. Oh. Holy shit, was he right? It was so delicious, and mo it was so much moister than any roast. I'd cooked some delicious roasts <clears throat> in the past. Yeah. But they were always- I'm a good cook, though. I've been told that I, cu I cut into it too soon, and that's why that's there's all that bleeding blood. out. Yeah, yeah it's but like who cutting gives the a teenager. Fuck? It was amazing. I poured that blood all over it. I enjoyed that blood. How'd you, okay, what's on the outside of it, Joe? What's the rub? Not to turn this into <laughs> fucking Rachel salt, Ray. Up. Kosher salt, black pepper, and garlic powder. So I put all that on before I put it. <clears throat> excuse me. Before I put it into the grill. Before I put it into the the pellet grill. Pellet grills. If you don't have one of those, I don't. They are. I have the a shit. pellet gun. Oh, do you? Yes. You shoot squirrels and shit. <laughs> yes. <coughs> uh, pellet grills are the shit because they they maintain the same temperature and it's all run on wood because it's it's totally healthy because 
they have an element, like a heating element in there, yeah. and they have these wood pellets. And the wood pellets are made, when they cut like wood for a table like this, they take the hardwood from that stuff and then they compress it. And the natural sugars in the wood allow it to stay in these pellets. And the pellets, you can break them up in your hand. It's, they're not like, they're like really easy to break right. because they're not really solid. Right. But when the heating element cooks them, then the heat from that and the, the fire from the pellets and the smoke flavors the meat. So it's natural wood flavoring, 100% natural. So no chemicals. You, you can get flavored pellets, you mean? Yeah, you can get no apple. Shit. You can get apple wood. You can get oak. You can get hickory. Pussy? I don't think they have pussy no, for it, right. but you can probably uh. start it. You could probably start your own company. Cockwood? Yeah, just have a bunch of girls just sitting there by the lumberyard. Just take it, <laughs> rub it on the snatch. That, no, that looked, I saw that. I'm like, that is, that is cooked perfectly. Yeah, well. Nice crunch on the outside. The guy's definitely right, because before I was doing it all by eye and doing it by timing, but using a meat thermometer, I got the inside to 125 degrees, which is right. not quite enough. Right. It's a little low. But it'll but keep then, cooking. Yeah, exactly. So then when you sear it on the outside, it gets a little more inside because of that and then when you wrap it up in aluminum foil because the searing was only a few minutes and then um, so you sear at the end yeah which the is end. just the opposite of what people used to do they exactly. sear the outside well this guy's a world champion barbecue guy so i just listen to him you know but i don't know man they do it differently at certain steakhouses right. but right. at steakhouses you're cooking a beef beef um steak and a beef steak is so filled with fat it's so different now the now the uh, elk is it lean? Super lean. Is yeah. that is I it still flavorful? Here. I got a bunch back. Oh, it's the most flavorful. Is it because it's lean so meat flavorful. usually isn't? That's why people well, eat beef. It's got a rich, different kind of taste to it because it's just it's such a healthy animal because that it's a giant fucking animal and it's out there running around eating whatever the fuck it wants. It's not. It's not. A, it's not at this. Seven yeah, Eleven at midnight exactly. getting yodels. It's like you're eating an athlete. You know, it's like you're Ooh, eating Carl Lewis's ass. <laughs> It's like you got something that can run oh, and keep, sprint. Keep enticing me, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Carl, I wanted to bring you back from the edge. Is, is that what it said on the menu? And you started salivating, and then you think about Carl Lewis bent over a sofa. No, after he ran a three fucking thirty, pulling his ass apart. <laughs> it tasted like... <laughs> Should I have said Herschel Walker? Yeah. It would have been better. Yeah, no, that's... Um... But you're getting, you know, you're getting like this this healthy, strong animal. It just has more vitamins in it, more nutrients. It tastes different. It's just got, it's more vibrant. Plus, I, I fucking killed it. So I know where it came from. You I killed was the there. elk? Yeah. What, you was, hit it on the 101 or something? No, I shot it with a bow and arrow. So you're I like was, my cousin. He's a fucking cousin, killer. Cousin's a killer? Uh, no, a uh, bow and arrow guy. It's To me, it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's not for like, everybody. No, you but shot for me, it it's in the way. <laughs> yeah, I went to Inglewood. I went, I went to Watts. I found it outside of a liquor store at 3 o'clock in the morning, bugling. <clears throat> Where'd you go hunting? Seriously, for elk. That one, I think that was from uh, Tahone Ranch, which is not honestly not that far from here. It's oh, only, it was on a ranch and it was penned in? That's no, not fair. No, it's not penned in at all. 270,000 acres, free range. Where? <clears throat> here? Upstate? It's, no, it's, it's upstate. Yeah. It's like outside, of, like a half hour outside of Bakersfield. Yeah. But this is a, it's a huge ranch, the biggest ranch in all of California. And um, so I've been there. I've hunted elk there. I've got a deer that I shot in Iowa that I'm going to cook that way tonight. Yeah, my cousin, that's what he does. Yeah. All Bow and arrow is the way to go. Yes. Man. It just takes way too long to learn how to do it for most people. But it does not loud. It, you know, like, there's no, like, this is the way my friend Cameron Haynes always likes to describe it. He's like, when you go to the woods, it's like everything is peaceful and quiet, and the gun's like, boom! He's like, it all seemed out of place yeah. to me. Yeah, all the birds go, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, but with a bow and arrow, it's like almost silent. It's like, plack! 
You know, but just takes it's a, and it's harder. It's much more of harder. a sport. It well, you makes gotta get it way even, closer. A little more even. You gotta get way right? closer. You gotta get way closer. Like, you, you gotta be like sitting on its back. Well, you gotta be fucking sneaky because that's that's what's really exciting about like when you're stalking. Like one of the most fun hunts I went on, I, I was I failed. I went to Nevada. We went uh, spot and stalk hunting for mule deer, and so you're like you're like creeping up on these deer, and these fucking deer. What's are so a mule deer, Joe? A mule deer is one of the largest deer species, and it lives in <clears throat> mostly in the West. And um, they are—that's a mule deer right there, and that's a mule deer right there. That one with the velvet still in its antlers. Oh, okay. It's a big deer, and they live in the woods. And you got to creep up on these fuckers because they're used to being attacked by mountain lions. So, like, they're, they're, their <laughs> their ears bastards. are huge, like a mule's ear. That's why they call them mule deer. And see how big their fucking ears are? They're like, hey, what's going on? Looks what's like over Obama. There? What's over here? What's over here? How dare you? Yeah, not yeah big Obama. fucking big ears. You, you're not an Obama fan. I'm a, a, a Obama fan as a statesman. I don't think a lot of things he did were no, very good. No, that's a good point. But no. as a statesman, I yeah. think he was an excellent representative Fair of the United enough. States. Fair enough. I buy that. That's part of the problem with Trump is that now assholes have a king. You know, it's like, he's an asshole. Yeah, but, I'm an asshole. Well, that, but see, that's what I like. He's, he's plain spoken. That's what I like about him. He's not a fucking uh, professional politician. And, 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 you know, that's sort of... What I like about him, well, I like I that he's, he's not, he's a not the best messenger. Don't get me wrong, but what do you, what do you like saying. about him? What do you like about him? I just fucking it's a. Did you vote for him? Yes, I did. How dare? Yeah. You? How dare you? They're not going to let you leave, huh? Who? Jerry Brown's going to raise up from his Jerry grave Brown, right now. Fucking we hippie found fuck. one. Smoke we another found joint, one. you dope. Whoa, joints um, are not bad for you. How dare you? <laughs> I forgot who I'm talking to. What show I was? <laughs> I know. See, that's why I confuse people. Uh, I have guns. I have guns and weed. Yeah, I like the two of them together. They're great. Don't be scared. Oh. What did you? I can't. You like? I told you my weed story, or did I? Yeah. When I ate the edible. Yeah. Well, edibles are a different trip. Yeah, especially for a guy who hadn't had a joint since 1992. Yeah. And you fucking, should start super slow. It was like slow. doing acid. For me, yeah. I fucking freaked out. We were on vacation recently, and uh, my wife can put away the fucking edibles. She likes edibles. She likes to eat edibles before she goes to bed. And a friend of ours, who is uh, this guy from England, really great guy, very smart guy, doesn't smoke Keith the Richards. pot. And uh, doesn't smoke the pot at all. And my wife is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my medicine. And she, she, take, cause she takes it before she goes to bed. She likes it. It relaxes her. And uh, he's like, well, you know, what is that? Every and night? Like, it's Can I yeah, ask? Every yeah, night? Every night. Yeah. Can she not sleep without it if she doesn't have I mean, it? She can sleep without it. Yeah. She sleeps better with it. But she, she goes down. I mean, she fucking, she, she, she doesn't get Joey Diaz doses, but she takes high doses. So anyway, um, she gives some to our friend. And uh, uh, she gives him half of what she takes. I go, that's too much. She's like, oh, he's going to be fine. This motherfucker, like an hour and a half later, was like, we have to check on the children. Make sure they're still breathing. (laughs) 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 He was was so out of his mind. The next day, he was still high. The next day, woke up for breakfast, still high. Just tripping his balls off. Because when when you eat it, it's a psychedelic drug. It's not the same thing. Fucking. First of all... Like I said, I, literally, I hadn't smoked a giant. I was never a weed guy since, like, the early 90s. So just weed in general is stronger. And then to make it an edible, and then I did the typical rookie stupid thing. I took a corner of it. I waited about 31 minutes. I'm like, this ain't doing shit. Exactly. Then I ate the rest like a Snickers bar. Next thing you know, I'm like, fucking. Those are the four words my you nose should never is, say after you take weed. I don't feel shit. <laughs> I know. Those are my first words I said. <laughs> You set yourself uh, up for disaster. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I, I didn't eat the whole thing, but I took another bite, and and then I'm watching my 
fucking, like I said, my flat screen TV, 51 inch, and it all of a sudden it looked like a black and white 11 inch TV. You start freaking. And it sounded a mile away and shit. Whoa. So I did what you're supposed to do in that situation. I ran into a dark bedroom and stared at an alarm clock. Well, you know what you should do and- <laughs> if you're really fucked up like that? Drink coffee. That's one thing. The coffee does counteract the uh, the cannabis. That's one thing to do. Okay. If you're ever really freaking out, if you have too much pot in your system, drink coffee. Another one, take a cold shower. Who's getting that? Really? Yep. Cold as fuck. Just get in there and suffer. So where you can't breathe. You know those cold showers? Like, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh. No, I don't. I love those showers. I take those showers all the time, especially after yoga. I take a hot yoga, and then I take a cold shower, like fucking oh, as you cold go. as it gets. If and I you're could, wide awake. If I could put ice in the water tank, I would do that. It's just like, woo. Did Mysterious see- illness linked to marijuana use on the rise in legal weed states. That's Scott Adams. What'd they do to him? He got younger. This, uh, what is this? this story was going around for a couple weeks ago. What? This is at the end of the year. It's called. Uh, it's called. It's killing it's called pussies. Brain damage. Cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. Is it real? Oh, I had I, I that a couple know. weeks. I mean, you can look up a bunch nausea. of stories on it. People went to the ER for it. But the, look at this: nausea, vomiting, and crampy abdominal pain. Walking off pussy. I but get this that from nothing. Chipotle. This is how you clear it. <laughs> hot showers or baths. Interesting. That's Relieved by hot showers. Okay, maybe I'm giving the wrong so advice. So freaking out, they said just take a hot shower, not a cold oh, shower. Oh, well, I'm saying cold. I'm Thanks, saying, Joe, for the don't information. Don't be a pussy. You know why it says hot shower? Because you're too much of a pussy to take a cold shower. The cold shower probably cures you quicker. Uh, I love cold showers because it's like it's suffering. Like, yeah, you have to it, suffer it hurts. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was when I lived in a fraternity, University of Maine. Uh, a hot water heater broke down. It's it's yeah, February Maine. Okay, <clears throat> so, literally, literally minus twenty one outside, and we didn't have. I go in the shower, and it's so cold, you could feel each individual drop hitting you on the head like it hurt. It yeah. was it made my eyes water. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, like almost 32 degrees. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Just a shade over ice. When I was doing, back in the Taekwondo days, there was this guy named Bob Caffarella, and he was uh, my instructor, one of my instructor's first black belts, and he was just a complete psycho. And Bob Caffarella used to always take cold showers. That's what he used to, he, he slept in the gym. He lived in the gym. He used to teach classes there for the longest time. And uh, he would take cold showers because it was good for the spirit. And this guy didn't take a fucking quick shower. Shower either. It wasn't like, <laughs> okay, we're done. No, that dude would just sit in there, and we would all be terrified of him. He would get in that cold shower. We knew how cold it was, and it was like a different level of psycho he was. That's a horrible way to die. You don't die that way. You just get cold. No, I'm just saying, people who have fallen through ice and shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Can you fucking imagine? There's a photo a that they found over? recently of a moose. It was like half in, half out. It just got tired trying to get out of the ice. Because moose will walk on frozen lakes, but right. you know they're fucking 1,800 pounds. Right. And then they'll step in one area where it's not that thick, and this <laughs> fucker went right through, and he just got stuck. And he, and they, and he died? He froze there. Froze there in the lake. Like that lady in the, in the news last week, the Goodwill bin. You read that one, right? No. And somewhere, I think it was in uh, Pennsylvania, she goes to a Goodwill bin to put to some shit in. Yeah. At two in the morning. Although they said she had items out when they found her. It sounds like she was robbing it to me. But she's in the Goodwill bin, two in the morning, the fuck, and she's on a foot ladder. Oh, no. The bin lid falls in, on her arm, breaks oh. her arm and wrist. She's hanging from the side of the bin. The ladder falls. Oh. She's caught there. Listen to this. That happened at two in the morning. They find her frozen to death the next morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that not fucking horrible? She's doing a nice thing, contributing clothes. Talk about a no good deed. And they find her hanging from the bin. 
People do is that shit horrible? that they don't realize how risky it is. Like, you ever see someone trying to fix their gutter with a ladder and that, you know. Oh, yeah, that was my old like, man. Like, hey, that's how uh, Artie Lang's dad uh, fell off the roof. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. Fucking ladders, man. My, my old man would be on a ladder <laughs> with fucking, like, <laughs> with, with like a cigarette working. There'll be a gas pipe a foot away. He's, you know, well, oh, Jesus something. Christ. You're like, Dad, uh, the guy from OSHA wants to talk to you. I was at a gas <laughs> station recently in Hollywood and some asshole came up to me and asked me about my car and he's smoking a cigarette. And the, the guy who run the gas station screaming at him, get the fuck away from the gas. Get the fuck away from the gas. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, bitch. He's like this weird guy who's just hanging weird around guy? the gas station. Weird guy? He sounds station. very black. No, he wasn't black. That was what's weird. He was like pretending No, I mean the Indian be, guy. That you know. Doing the hair. Get the fuck away. Get the fuck. He, he was, it was so caricature because he was like a caricature of an Indian gas station owner. But he really was exactly. an Indian like gas Simpsons station owner. Character. There's a gas station that I go to. It's, it's run by Indians, and they even have like a fucking Om sign on the door. It's like the peaceful gas station. <laughs> they're the nicest people. They're all Indians that work there. They're I know, and they're good, super cool people. Do they, sometimes there'll be a table like at, when I'm doing a show, and they hang in on every word, polite. And I point to everybody else. Why can't you be like them? <laughs> I say to the rest of the audience, look at this Indian table with manners and. Yeah, Indians in general are very interesting people because they have a caste system that they don't, they just, they have rich people, like extremely rich people right. that exist with extremely poor people right. with no problems. Yeah. It's real weird. Like, they have, there's a, there's the thing one is, of the richest men. they're all Indian. Men. That's the key to that. Is that the key? There's, a oh, so there's too much integration here. There's, there's, uh, no, uh, there's this extremely wealthy guy in India and he has this fucking palace and surrounding his palace is like utter slums and ghetto. And he's like a, got a golden palace. And his name is Aziz Ansari. <laughs> It's Russell Peters, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Russell Peters. I forgot. <laughs> There's a bigger guy. Yeah. I forgot the, about he's Russell. He's the biggest Russell. The, Russell's the biggest Indian. Well, he's one of the biggest comedians in the world. He's also one of the biggest nice guys. He is a sweetheart. Met he's him in Toronto at the festival. He takes us all to the Blue, Blue Jays game. And yeah. he, he threw out the first pitch or some shit. Yeah. He's Couldn't a, have been nicer, man. Russell Peters is living the goddamn dream. Absolutely. He really is. He's one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. I is, love him. And uh, I really I don't know Aziz. I see, I used to see him at the Comedy Cellar, but I don't think I don't he's know a fan either. of mine. Well, I got that impression. He's but he's super like left wing. He's I have zero problem with him. I've always said hi to him. I've always yeah. got along with him. But other people have issues with him. But I never know what that issue is. It's hard, <laughs> you know. When see, someone has issues with right. someone, you're like, okay, are you jealous? Are you a dick? Do you think he Ask got him. more than he deserved? It's always you know. It's it's hard to tell because. The the knock on some people are they're like like someone said this to me and I don't I don't agree with it but this is what they said they were like you know well the only reason why Aziz is famous at all is because he's Indian he's not funny no and I was like well that can't that doesn't make any sense yeah that doesn't make any sense first of all he, uh, he I know he's a fucking hard hard worker because I was I played up in Albany and I was talking to Tommy Nicky I think his name that runs this Albany club and he told me Aziz came up he was tightening up for like an arena you know and he did. And one night he did uh, five forty-five minute sets. I believe it. Five. We worked together at the comedy store, which and he he, that's he and I did three shows in a row, back to back, three shows in a row. And he's got his notes out and he's working on yeah. material to follow yeah. anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good for him. But there's this thing that happens when someone becomes famous, where instead of people like if you don't, even if you don't get it, there's a lot of people that I don't get. I don't think they're famous, but I don't talk shit about them. No. 
I don't care. After being, when we were younger, like, I'm much better now. When you're younger, when you get in this business, you're like, how is he making it? I'm not fucking making it. Exactly. But then when you see how hard it is, and you got to put the work in, regardless, there's, like you said, in this comics, you might not like what they do. But as you get older, you can appreciate what it took to Of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of that, let me ask you before Uh I forget. Do you know? Yeah, this is going on. I know. I'm like like Bernie Sanders. He's (laughs) writing a letter to Santa Claus. Here, we have to deal with it's called income inequality. Income this inequality. Th- this thing is rigged. I was in the bathroom. I saw Hillary's balls. She's got big balls. Black Lives Matter. And, uh, yeah, I tried to help him with that. That's why he lost. He couldn't get the black vote. I, I said, change your first name to Colonel. What the fuck? It's right in front of you. <sighs> Nothing here in fucking, uh, fucking Woodland you. Hills, communist you know China. that you're talking about delicious food and that's racist? <laughs> Is that show? Is this show that big where you have to worry about offending sponsors? No, I'm used to being in my basement by our, myself saying our everything. Sponsors are fine. Don't they, worry, they've seen it all by now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not a fucking single thing we could throw at them. Although Match.com, fucking, they were one and done with me. I was like, come on, everybody wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, cut, cut. <laughs> they cut me off after one ad. Do you people like chlamydia? I'm like, look, everybody, who doesn't like to fuck? Am I lying? <laughs> I'm trying to get you guys some money. Who doesn't? Okay? I'm 55. Come on. You don't like to fuck anymore? Oh, please. I got the hips of fucking 70-year-old soccer player. We can, we can get you to yoga class, get you some fucking kettlebells, start fucking doing some swings. I know. Gotta this work is why hips. I love... Oh, before, let me... Again, you, do you know George Lopez? Yes. Never met him. Fucking love him. Yeah. Love his comedy. I, I just... I can't believe I haven't run into him somewhere. He's a good dude. I, I, I He seems like... He called me up after the Carlos Mencia thing. Yeah. And this, is, this is first words out of his mouth. My motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew that. I knew I would like it. I, 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 and look, I know he's not crazy about Whitey, but he does it so funny going after how soft white people are and shit. But he's he's, he's like, a he's he's a true to he's me. A he's fun a fun comic, man. No, he, he seems makes like me a, laugh, a funny guy off stage. He's a you know I mean a comic's yeah, comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never fucking met him. I just I I thought I'd run into him somewhere, but I guess it's not surprising. If you met him, you'd love him. Why am I? Did why? you see that thing where he got in trouble? Yeah, what, chewing out the girl? Yeah. Well, That's so, me every night for the last 40 years. But you know what he said? What he said was funny. He says, he goes, Latinos, we have two rules. Yeah. Don't park in front of my house and don't marry a black guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, he's just being funny. Okay. And some lady stats up and starts yelling at was him. Was she black? I don't know. Yeah, you know tell, why you I, don't know? They wouldn't mention it on TMZ. You might want to put that in the fucking article. It's sort of part black? of the story. Couldn't tell. I'm saying yes. You think so? Yeah. Maybe she was just white. Just from her hand job. I couldn't Maybe tell. she's like, enough. Well, no, you're right. It could be a white lip, but I'm guessing. I was just guessing yeah. the way he said it and shit. But 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 it's not going to hurt his career. No, it's going to help his career. Exactly. It's 100%. But, but but if but you would get in more trouble. Like when Tracy Morgan said, "If I have a baby and it was gay, I'd kill it." Yeah. Oh, that that. No, that he got, said. He said, "I'd stab that little nigger." Oh, is that, that what he said? <laughs> oh, that's different. Matter of fact, give him a pass. I uh, <laughs> I thought he used the word kill, but stab. Fuck it. He's he, he's fucking hilarious. No, but my point being, he he got he got in a little hot water for about a day and a half. Well, he actually had to apologize. He apologized. Okay, okay fine, but but if that was you or somebody at your level of fame and you're white, your apology wouldn't matter. You'd be fucking booted. Yeah, I guess so, man. I just I feel like you, I know there, so. There has to be a line where you realize that someone is just fucking around. There has to be a line. Yeah, like, well, what, whatever happened to just fucking around? If you want to kill, just that's fuck Jerry Brown and his fucking followers. I don't. I don't. I'm not asking him anything. But if you, <laughs> Nobody knows where he is. He's dead. He's hiding <laughs> under the. He's underneath the fucking hey, dam, trying that, to fix it with crazy glue. That's true. Nobody has seen him lately. Is that apparently? He's old as fuck, man. When you're that old, you're gonna have some days where you can't go outside. 
There's going to be some days, right? You're shitting your pants. You got problems. <laughs> hip doesn't work. <laughs> but, I've seen, but I saw him, like, I'd say last summer, right? I'd say months know. ago, make like it, and he seemed like the idiot that he always has been. I, I literally have not seen a thing from him since he's been the, the governor. Not a thing. Are you sure? Nothing. You're, you're I don't busy. know. Anything. Yeah, you're but doing yoga, you get kettlebells, you get fucking uh, family. I see that fat fuck from New Jersey all the time. But he disappeared for a few months. In New York, well, they were asking they where were, he was. They were going to kill him. I mean, that guy got... He, there was some real shit that happened when he closed that bridge. When yeah. they, they closed that bridge, some people like were supposed to go to the hospital, couldn't make it to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, there's lawsuits. Joey Diaz's parents, probably, <laughs> or somebody in that area. No, I'm just saying. Just yeah, from, from Bergen. Yeah, North Bergen. Yeah. Well, he's, um, he's, he's going to be in hot water for years for that. He'll never escape that. And that's one of the reasons why Trump pulled him from the fucking cabinet. And now he's, he's criticizing Trump. It's kind of interesting. I, I, Christy, I never, he seemed like a, I, I loved it, like I saw a clip of him telling some woman at a town hall to sit down and shut up, some, you know, screaming about a union and just fucking. That's nice when you're local. You can do that no, shit no, with I'm, local no, stuff. No, exactly, but I'm saying, but he still seemed kind of whiny to me, and then I saw him in the Yankee uniform. Oh, God. Jesus H. Christ. When his gunt, his, <laughs> his lower pussy area was like sticking out, there's no way that guy's seen his dick. No, no way. way. No, no way. I don't think his wife can see it from where she's sitting. I don't mean to be offensive, Mr. Grace, but he, he looked like an ice cream cone. It started, you know what I mean? From yeah. Fucking... He looks like one of those things that you use for pastries to write happy birthday, A Nick. pastry bag. You squeeze it. Yes. Yeah, look at that. I mean, geez, what the fuck? Didn't he know what he looked like? He should definitely not have worn that thing. He would have been better in a hoop skirt. Look, he would this, have looked... this poor bastard is an addict. That is a food addict. That is 100%. Look at the one above it. Go to the one above it, Jamie. The one where it shows his pussy area. Look at that. What in the fuck is going on there? What? Where's your dick, bro? Holy Christ! Looks that, like that looks like Hillary's pantsuit. That's waist goddamn down. insane. That is a goddamn insane pose too. You should never put your hand on your hip like that if you look like that. <laughs> Just don't stand like that. You should stand like a sumo wrestler at all times. You should have a wide stance. You should never let your legs rub together. You should be standing like you're ready to shoot a blast double on people. Don't you have advisors, Jenny? Can you turn? <laughs> can you turn my thing up? Do you control my volume? Oh, it's probably I? over here. Yeah. Oh, the- I can't hear myself. There we go, right there. Is that better? Testing one, two, te- right there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it was on way low. Um, he, I got a feeling though. Even if he was skinny, Damn, we dropped Piggy. Even if even if he was skinny, yeah, he'd have like a horrible. Well, he doesn't have the best genetics, but more important than that, well, who knows if he has the best genetics? Because well, I he's looked got it up. Food, I, he's got a food. I disease. looked it up on the genealogy site. Oh, where's he from? His uh, mother was a Malibu in Sicily. And, Look at him, he's running there. He looks like Kevin James there. I could get that fucking guy in shape, I swear to God. I swear to God. All if, I'd have to do is get him off the sugar. It would take a while, but he's addicted to sugar. No, there's he a, lives on salads, they said. No dressing or anything. <laughs> there's, a picture, there's a picture of him at the game, and he's got a little bag of M&M's, a large bag of M&M's, and he's par- pouring the little bag of M&M's into the large bag of M&M's. <laughs> Look at that. That's, I'm not joking. Look at that. See? He's got, there he's him with the oh, fucking the M&M's. poor bastard. He's a sugar addict. See how he's pouring it in there? What's he's my pouring excuse? a little one into the big one. You're not fat at all. No, what the I, fuck I, are you talking I, I'm about? just saying I don't like sugar, but I can't. I was hoping to get a bolus so I could lose this last twenty. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens. I do. You ship blood for eighteen months. Just don't eat at night. We talked about this before the podcast. Don't do that. I, when I heard you say that, I almost fainted because I've been saying that to my wife. I said, the only time I've ever lost weight in my life is when I go to bed hungry. It's not just that you lose weight. Your body actually produces more dense muscle cell or more uh, lean muscle. Yeah, and when, you, and when you're sleeping, it's burning fat. 
while you sleep. Definitely, it. but it's right? also your body has more time to rebuild your tissue. You recover better. It's not just like the going to bed hungry thing is actually good for you. Just don't. The idea is, and this is Doctor Ronda Patrick said this. You can. Just I go can't. To sleep. I feel like a little off. African kid who just, needs a fucking sandwich. Just you need an edible. Take an edible. That's the move. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. <laughs> this is why I love you, though, Joe. Because the last time I was here, I go. Uh, I said, yeah, I, mean, I, brought, I thought about, I'm like, I want to take steroids at this age. I'm fucking sick of working out. Now, I've said that to about 20 people, and they were all like, why would you do that? You're going to fucking be kidding you at 55. You looked at me, and you go, why wouldn't you? Do it. <laughs> Fuck it. They work. There's a reason why they're banned from <laughs> you sports. Didn't even, you didn't even hesitate. You go, yeah. why wouldn't you, with a puzzled look in your face? Whenever someone tells me, well, man, you know, at 55 years of age, you really think it's a good idea to take steroids? Yes, that's the perfect time. Yeah, because you're going to, the alternative yeah. is dying. Well, also, you only have like 20 years left anyway. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, cut don't it, say cut it, it like back? that. That's true. What are you going to do? You're going to no, cut it back? Cut I'm it back by f- five? 88. Oh, my God. I only have 15 years of looking like fucking Sylvester <laughs> Stallone and Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah, you pulled up a picture of him. And I said, that's that, I said, that's got to be from 30 years ago. You're like, that's no. from last Wednesday. He's 70 years still old, juicing. shredded. Oh, 100%. How does he not? Find me the doctor. I'll pay fucking good money. I'll get you a doctor. I know you will. Testosterone Where did you meet him at the fucking original room? No. (laughs) He's in the belly room. (laughs) Joey Diaz, cousin. He was doing a set upstairs. I got a guy. You got to meet him at the darks. Do you have a fake mustache? (laughs) Dr. Vinny Boombats. Well, testosterone replacement and hormone replacement therapy, is uh, there's a real science to it. The idea is you don't take too much. You take what you would have in your body if you Mm. were a younger man. That's what you do. And people are like, well, you're not a younger man anymore. Duh. Like, people just want you to wither away and die. You, so you've, you've juiced. I take testosterone replacement therapy, and I've done it for almost 10 years. What, no, what is it, 49? Yeah, 39. I started when I was like 39, 37, 38. That, I started rubbing this cream on me, which wasn't that effective. Was that the clear? They call no, it? no, that's Remember stuff's way better. Using that's it? way oh, better than way anything <laughs> I take. <laughs> I take mild stuff. I like, rubbed that on my dog. Here's fucking. the thing about the stuff that like Barry Bonds takes and all the bodybuilders take. Like they're taking like hyperhuman levels. I don't fuck with anything like that. What I do is yeah. I take what what I would have in my body naturally when I was like 27. That's what I take. So that that is healthy, and that, that there's n- almost no evidence. There's evidence that if you have a bad heart, if you're an older person and you start jacking your body up with testosterone, doing crazy workouts, your body's not ready for it. But also that could be a conditioning issue. There's a lot of factors involved in something like that. When when people go from being sedentary and out of shape to all of a sudden having young levels of testosterone yeah, that and then your exercise, body's gonna get shocked. Yeah. So yeah. that's when you factor in those situations with people that have um, like pretty significant uh, heart issues after taking testosterone therapy. Yeah. According to my doctor, that's what they're dealing with. He's, he's like, you can't, you have to judge each one of them on an individual basis. And he's also like, you have to get your blood work done. You have to be really meticulous about it. Of course. It. I get my blood work done every couple months. But not just for testosterone, not just for, for human shit, growth hormone, stuff. but also, yeah, for bad stuff and also for nutrient levels. I want to make sure, like, I found out that I need more niacin in my system. I found out I need more vitamin B. I'm down you know, vitamin D big D3. time. D3. D3 is a big one. It's yeah. huge. It's very important. It's very important for um, for uh, muscle. It's very important for the way your brain works. It also works in symbiosis with a bunch of other nutrients. You have to have your your nutrient levels tested. You can't just go, oh, I feel pretty good. You would, you might feel pretty good, but there might be, there might be some fucking shortcomings in your your diet or your your supplementation. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I when I played I played ball up at Maine in college back in the eighties, and they were all juicing, and I, I got oh, yeah. a lot of teammates who are. I got one guy who's in like a convalescent home. 
I mean, they were fucking crazy with the shit. He's in convalescent home now at 55? He was, uh, he's, yeah. Oh my God. Fuck What did he do? And and, and another one, there's two other guys I know that have kidney problems from it. And, but they they were, they were muscular. We were college age kids and they were fucking, and they they were juicing, you know? That's not Our whole line was juicing. If you wanted to be a pro athlete back then, the fucking Jose Canseco days, you kind of had to. Those guys were all gorillas. Oh, absolutely. Even at Maine, I go, holy shit, these guys were so mean. The linemen, oh, and I yeah. loved them. I hung out with them, like when they were not drinking and shit. But when they would get drunk, and they were, and I go, "This isn't Maine." Can you imagine what goes on at University of uh, Miami or all oh, these football factories, Savages. USC? <laughs> Can Phoenix. you imagine? Yeah. This Savages. was Maine, one double A football, and I'm like, "These guys are fucking crazy." Well, that's what gets you, and ahead. I love them to death. And that's look, what gets us ahead in this sport. We're mean as far as like the shit we crack jokes on. Think about the shit that we say when you and I get together and we just start fucking around. Ah, uh, no, I do observational shit like David Brennan. <laughs> Notice when a sock goes in the dryer, it doesn't you come out. Where did it go? And then you breathe out. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd the sock go? Are you doing Seinfeld? <laughs> Where'd that sock go? There's you... two socks. Now there's one. Where'd it go? Oh, Hicks used to remember he did a bit of making yeah. fun of Jerry. Yeah. Why do women use so many cotton balls? When you think about how we talk when we're fucking around, like because for us, like that's what gets us ahead is saying shit that makes us go, "Oh Jesus Christ!" Like you'll say some things when you're around me that I'm sure you probably wouldn't say if you're around other people, and I would do the same. Yeah, with you. Yeah, no, that's my problem. I say it everywhere. That's how football players are. That's why I'm they in my basement. Yeah, no, at savage. that age, you're right. They're no, more you're savage. absolutely right. Fighters are like that too. Yeah. Fighters are like that. They're, it's the same way. I had a buddy of mine, my friend Mike Blythe from South Boston, and uh, he was he, he was very humble looking. Like he used to wear glasses, and oh, uh, but he, he was a psycho. He, oh, he's a psycho as they come. And he wore. He's a very very smart guy, and he wore like a golf shirt. And he used to like, <laughs> yeah. like a polo shirt. So he looked like a fucking dork. He had his shirt tucked in his pants, with his belt, the whole deal. And he worked at the Rat. You remember the Rat? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he was a bouncer there, and people would give him a hard time because of the way he looked. Sure. And he was just waiting for someone to say something stupid so he could rearrange their face. And that, just wait. He's a pro boxer. He was also, but he was almost setting them up by wearing yeah. the shirt. And he shit. was setting them up. <laughs> like a trap? Like, he a, like was. a decoy duck? He was a straight up psycho. And he would. <laughs> <laughs> and he would he would wait for someone to get out of line and do something to him, push him, grab his shirt, and then next thing you know, crack. Dudes are flatlining, spasming, going it, into seizures. Yeah, this kid, uh, this kid Danny, I won't say that, but the, and these four of these guys are from the Cape. They they you know they played football down in Cape in high school, and they were friends. But this one guy, uh, Danny McClung, used to he was big, fucking. He had these dead dead eyes, <sighs> these, those those pale blue eyes, and you know they look sad. You know what I mean? They yeah. like sag down. And uh, when he got drunk, I mean, the, he was like fucking Clint Eastwood in the Unforgiven. Oh, Remember? no. When he would get drunk. <laughs> yes. William we, Money. We had, William Money, uh, killer of women and children. Uh. We, we had two dogs in our fraternity, uh, two little dogs, a white one and a black. He threw them in a punch bowl. Oh, like, no. <laughs> well, that's really mild. The white one was red. No, he didn't hurt them, but I'm just saying. I thought you were going to say wood chipper. And, and then he'd, he'd start beating up men, women, you know, whoever uh. looked at him wrong. Yeah, there's guys like and that. And a few other linemen. I shouldn't have singled him out. He was actually... People guy. feed I, off each other. That's why mob mentalities work. The reason why the mob mentality exists is because someone sees someone doing something crazy, and the other people get crazy too. And here's the thing we need to recognize right now that's going on like UC Berkeley. That is mob mentality. That is not. Is. That's not justice. It's not rational. It's not a real fucking protest. That is a goddamn mob, and they are rioting. And they're wrong. They're wrong. Because that guy, all nope. he wants to do is talk. If someone wants to talk, and what you want to do is light the fucking campus on fire and throw a fucking a chair through a plate glass window at Starbucks. That is a mob 
mentality, and it's the same goddamn thing. And not only that, but all you're doing is pumping him up. It's the Streisand effect. You keep him from fucking pro. You keep him from speaking. You make him bigger. He's yeah. going to be even larger yeah. now because of that. And yeah. you're just showing everybody what your real well, intentions are. Well, you're admitting are. you lost the battle of ideas when you do that. They're that's when it gets physical. In the battle of ideas. That's when it gets physical. Nazi. Well, that's what I'm saying. This Nazi thing is fucking crazy. Where everybody calls everybody a Nazi. We were talking about the Sarah Silverman thing before the podcast. I don't know if she was joking around or not, but she put <laughs> on her Twitter is this like a Nazi who doesn't know how to make a swastika, and everybody just tore her apart because. Everybody wants to call everybody a Nazi today, and those symbols on the ground, it's what people do when they're surveyors, and they want to mark where <laughs> the power is or where the gas lines are. They have specific lines so that, like, it's just specific colors for electricity, a yeah. different color for gas line, and she's like, oh, look, they, she's they don't know how to make a swastika. Yeah. Out of anything. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is going on with everybody calling everybody a Nazi? Well, that's like an old ploy from the left. I'm 55. I mean, every Republican that ever ran since I've been, you know... Was always labeled a Nazi, and there they, it is. they, you know, see that this is the line. Oh. <laughs> Walking to get coffee, saw these all over a sidewalk in town. I'm in is an attempt at swastikas. Do neo Nazis not have Google? <clears throat> she just, yeah, it's a combination of. She's being silly. She being silly. I hope nah, she's being it's a silly. little of both. You could take it either way. Okay, a, it's a construction marker. A Innocent there. mistake for a Jew that got gets burnt in an oven. What? At least weekly on Twitter. Still pretty close though. Right. Oh, okay. No, it's the wrong way, and it's an S with a line in it. It looks like Swanson's Dinners. Remember well, Swanson? That would have been the joke, a dyslexic. <coughs> Did a dyslexic yeah. German kid draw this? Uh, you know, something of that. Well, I don't know. Just ah, she's got big tits. An innocent mistake, she says. Well, it's, uh, somebody gets burnt in an oven at Twitter. So she's, because of the, the shit that people say to her on Twitter, she's saying that's why she's doing it? Is that I, I, she, I, she lost me on the uh, the oven thing. I think what she's trying to do is take some of the blame away from her for putting something ridiculous on Twitter and by saying that people tell her to get in an oven because she's a Jew and this is why she's <laughs> sensitive. Oh, no. This Nazi thing that everybody's saying, punch Nazis. Have you seen this lately? We should punch oh, Nazis. Yeah. Like, well, they teach you on campus. Who's a Nazi? Oh, they, they, they're fucking anybody who doesn't think like them. Who's Joe? a Nazi? Who's anybody a, who doesn't think like a fucking lefty is a Nazi. That's it's very, what, it's very crazy. It's very, you know? it's a very crazy thing we've got going on now because by calling someone a Nazi, you can immediately hit them. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's way out of whack. It's real it's weird. It's way out of fucking whack. I'm hoping it settles down, but I don't think it's gonna. I feel like this Trump thing is just gonna ramp up because he keeps doing stupid shit, like the way he's disagreeing with the Supreme Court. See you in court. Like what court? Which court? They just you were in court. You just lost in court. You gonna see him in court again? Like what? What's well, going yeah, on here? Yeah, could go to it'll yeah, go it's to gonna go to the Supreme Court, court now. But, okay, and see he, you in another court. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm. I'm undecided on that. I, I understand why he tweets because the you know the fucking media is just ridiculously unfair to him. So, but but he does it too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait for right. the big things, and and but you know, yeah, you don't have to be. How do you feel like they're unfair to him? Like, what do you think is unfair? Oh, I know I shouldn't have said that. No, no, I'm just asking. Just, just, what are you curious. kidding me? It just so like what? Give me a just specific the way they example. talk about him. Like how so? Well, what did I see this morning? Oh, he had a meeting down at Mar-a-Lago. He was down there, his place in Florida, right? And they were talking about, uh, I guess, they were talking about Russia at the table, mm-hmm. and the headlines on CNN. He's discussing uh, military secrets in in, in public. You know, at Mar, what's it called? Trump turns Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago Club into open air situation. I mean, okay. everything he does, Joe. He, you know, they usually get a, a new presidents get a fucking honeymoon. 
this guy has been under attack. It, it's just ridiculous. Well, I mean, everything he says, they fucking go after him. But don't I mean, you think that he is also instigating a lot of this by like when he pointed to that well, guy from CNN and said, "You're fake news." Oh, uh, that was refreshing to me. <laughs> well, I've been saying that since 1988 before I even follow politics. I go, does anybody watch this fucking network and see how fucking stupid it is? I mean, they're blatantly fucking left wing. Well, they're blatantly left wing. Fox is blatantly right wing. They're not. If you switch back and Man. forth, you, you don't get think both. Fox is blatantly they right get, wing? You get both. And I love having this argument because everybody says that to me. I go, well, do you watch Fox? And I go, no, I wouldn't. It's too stupid. Then how the fuck do you know? You get both. There's people at Fox who hate Trump. I, I, like, I, I spend like time over that. I know who... This this uh this guy's on during the day. Uh, fucking Shepard Smith fucking hates him. Um, who else? There's a woman who hates Shepherd him. Shepard Smith's an interesting character. Does he admit he's gay? Uh, I keep telling him, but he won't admit it. He looks beautiful. He attacked me. If I was gay, what? He attacked me. Him For and, what? Him and Judge Nap- <laughs> Joe's like a real, real innocent. For what? Nick, you what probably did you didn't provoke that, did you? And the judge did. Uh, yeah, I like Napolitano. The judge. I, I like do Napolitano. too. I do too. I'm a fan. He wants to come on the podcast. I got to get that guy on. We were talking about what a badass he is. The uh, the strat something called the Strategy Room mm. years ago. Oh. So, so, no, it was a, a streaming show on Fox. What did you do wrong? I showed up. Be honest. And uh, we were talking about the elections, and I go, "Well, the fucking media was in the tank for Obama and Shepard Smith." I just met him. He's sitting there, and the ju- they fucking double teamed me. Oh, like, what did it's Shepard Smith still, say? Huh? He goes, "You're." It's so typical. You're the type of guy you could tell he hated. He must have known me from like Tough Crowd or whatever, and hated oh. my politics. You could tell it was something before I met him. That well, whenever he goes, you have to blame every. Yeah, you have to blame. You're the type of guy that has to blame everybody. He went off like a fucking fight. And for once in my life, I sort of sat there like a like Why? like a mature because he was making an ass of himself. Oh, so you let him? Yeah. Wow. And Where'd then, you get that restraint? I don't know that day. That day was just there. Just for that five minutes. <laughs> I've never had it again or since. I was in the tank. <laughs> I was too lazy to fight back. No, I was in a... Fo- I'm in the Fox building. I was trying to show some respect. Right. But you could tell... He has since asked me like to come on his show. So, and you, know, you I, haven't? No, I couldn't. I was going. So I was on the road or something. He wanted... But, but, but I don't hold that shit bag. against anybody because um, you know I, I fly off the handle all the time. But, of but course. It came out of... I could tell he must have known my comedy and didn't like it, thought I was homophobic or whatever the fuck. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, probably that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he went with the right wing thing. Yeah. Well, mm. he said, you're the type of person that has to blame people. I didn't know what the fuck that mm. meant. I'm a big fan of blaming people, especially when you do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally blame them. That's how I wish people I learn. said that to him. Yeah. That's how people you know what learn, I mean? stupid. No, I know. But uh, how else do they learn if you don't blame them? But yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, they don't, if you don't blame them, they just keep getting away like with shit. Me. You know, like people, my mother always used to say to me, you, you don't let anything go. And I go, I still don't at this age. If an eight-year-old girl fucking gives me lip and I think she's wrong, I'll tell her why. Ugh. You know why? It's a teaching moment yeah. that once president you gotta said. You got to let them know. Otherwise, they don't know. It's a learning moment. Think of it like that. Yeah. If you don't let them know, you know what happens? You get spoiled kings. I mean, that's what a spoiled, spoiled king is. Spoiled kings. That's the yeah. name of my next CD. That's a good idea. But I mean, that's, that's what one. someone is when they, they just, anyone can tell them anything. I mean, that's what you always say about like super rich celebrities. You always hear that about people that are untouchable. They don't speak to any, like when Meryl Streep got in front of all those people right. and was giving that, that speech, you know, and she was right. going off. When, that, that is someone that never has anyone talking that's to right. her and correcting her and telling her how ridiculous. Well, that's like, that's 98% of Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah. Especially really famous people. Like when you get into that Tom Cruise realm where they just, right. they, they don't communicate with anybody. Right. That's, that's, that's not a, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing you to mean, have no one call you out on your shit. Yeah. You mean fucking 
Tom Cruise's sous chef might not be Republican. Tom Cruise's sous chef is from fucking Planet Thetan. <laughs> for sure. That's, uh, I learned that from Leah Remini. Everybody around that guy's a Scientologist. Everyone. You know, I didn't know that Giovanni Robisi is a Scientologist. So now I see that ad for his new show. I'm like, look at that crazy fuck. Who is that? I That's should know I that. Giovanni Robisi. Yeah. He's been in a shitload of movies. Very good actor. But uh, he's in that new Irish Amazon kid. thing. Irish kid. Sneaky Pete. There he is. That guy. Scientology as fuck. Look at, look at that mustache. Yeah, that picture we just he's clicking got dead on. Eyes. Go to that one. The, yeah, look at that. That's a look. What the hell? Mm. <laughs> Ladies, imagine that look <laughs> chewing down in your box. <clears throat> uh, yeah, he's a Scientologist. He looks it. It's his... a, it is amazing that there's still people in that. Amazing. I know. There's only 10,000 people, according to Leah Remini. How many at its uh, peak? Worldwide. How many at its Oh, oh fuck load. Fuck load. Yeah. yeah. They have so much money, though. What's incredible is those people have donated so much money. They're like the number two real estate holders in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's what I've... They're all over the place. They're they like fucking a Starbucks. A lot of cash. They're Miscavige. They're a good group to have behind you. If they're behind you, like if you're a Scientologist and you're also like an actor or something like that, yeah. they, they'll fucking insulate you. And Did you ask her gang. that? That's what I wanted to ask yeah. her if I ever met her, because you had a lot of success while you were doing that, like in your profession yeah. as an actor. Did you attribute it to, do you think Scientology helped you? She definitely did, did at she? one point in time. Yeah. I think what, what you think about like the work that's involved, like she was telling me that every day they'd have to do two and a half hours worth of work. Every day, you're constantly working on it and constantly like reading the stuff and going over things. I think any time you have that kind of discipline, that translates you, over to other things. Like people ask me, like, how can you like? Why do you have so much discipline, like, with comedy or with all the like? How much right. you work so hard? Because I had to with fighting. With fight, if you don't have discipline with fighting, you get fucked up. That's just the way yeah. it is. You get your the That's shit kicked out of you. That's why sports is good. Sports are very good. It's so young good to kids, lose. okay. It's good to lose. We don't want to have gym class. It's unfair. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> if you don't, I know a comic. I won't say his name, but he's been pretty open about it. About one of the reasons why he's fucked up as an adult is because his parents didn't encourage him to do anything competitive when he was young. Uh, Todd so he Barry, didn't learn huh? how to lose. Mark Maron. He didn't <laughs> didn't lo- learn how to lose. <laughs> yeah, that you seems like how to lose. that seems like half the fucking Democrats now. Yeah, you, that you, are freaking out that Trump. Won- I'm like, did any of these people play sports? Seriously. I think there's a lot of people that are freaking out that Trump won because this guy is, first of all, he's not using the Secret Service. He's using his own security people. Right. He's tweeting. He's bigger problems. He's got a black, or he's got an uh, Android phone that someone could easily hack into. He's, he's a maniac. I mean, he's, right. he's basically running things his way like he does a business. Right. And you got to abandon all that. The country is a business. But it's not really. Yeah, it's it is. Not it's a, a corporation. Deal. That's all I've been hearing from the left since I was 10 years old. Now you get a businessman there. Let's you let think it's like, what are you eating wood over there? He's going crazy. He's <laughs> turned to a beaver. Like, <laughs> I have a... <laughs> I'm talking politics. This coffee. I'm He's dr- eating stirs. I drank... Caveman coffee. It's I drank fucking the almost tumbler. all of this. Yeah. And I got to get legit. on a plane in a couple hours. I'm going to be shitting blood You you are. You're going to be very creative on that plane. I hope you brought a laptop. You're going to have some thoughts. I have a coloring book and uh, <laughs> what else? Some Rorschach prints well, you have from my phone. childhood. You could write in your phone. Um, I gotta get a new mug. I take that chip mark. pad with you. I'll give you a pen. You're gonna write some great jokes on the way home. Do you? No, but you mentioned that earlier. You write when you're fucking high, right? All the time. Yeah, yeah. Almost and always. It works good I for write you? sober. I write sober. I do everything sober and high. I do both. I take a couple Excedrin PM before I write, and that's why I, I've slowed down as far as productive. No, um, you, so you, you fucking yeah. Well, I think uh, I'm, I gotta believe Stephen Wright used to write like that, right? I don't think he did. No, I think he's just a really bright guy. 
You know, Stephen Wright's stuff is almost like too obscure to write when you're high. I used to work in a fire hydrant plant. <laughs> Couldn't park anywhere near the place. <laughs> like, like that kind of stuff. He he. I, me and him hung out for a week doing Horace and Pete, Louis, uh, oh, yeah. and that thing he did. Uh, so me and Steven became like asshole buddies for that week. He, oh, everything awesome. out of my mouth, he'd be fucking belly laughing in the same ear. <laughs> and and then Louie had Alan Alda saying all this racist shit <laughs> as this racist old bartender. I mean, dropping the N-bomb and shit. Did you, did you ever see I it? I never saw Horace and Pete. Is it only online on Louie's website or uh, is it somewhere else now? I, I don't. That's a great question. It's got to It's gonna end up. I got to believe it's going to end up on Netflix that's and shit. That's what I felt like. I felt like I'm just going to wait. But he had... He had uh, he had a woman, uh, one of the characters had Tourette's, and the, and she'd yell out, like, fucking N-word and shit, nah, nah fucking nah, you know, and, and <laughs> I can't even say it even on your podcast, but but me and Steven would look at each other, you know, he'd be sitting at the end of the bar, and, we, and I'd see his shoulders trying not to laugh, because Alan Alda's saying the N-word, Hawkeye Pierce was, like, being this racist, and Louie had this girl that, that who was supposed to have Tourette's in the show saying the most heinous shit you have ever heard. And me and Steven, you're comics. We've been comics our whole lives. So you think you'd be jaded at that, but only Louie could come up with shit so outrageous. But to see it coming out of Hawkeye Pierce's mouth, <laughs> a liberal from the West Side was making me oh, hard. That's hilarious. And Steven was crying. He put his head down, you know? They would fucking... That is fucking hilarious. Yeah, now, that was so did much he fun. Do, did he do Horace and Pete with, like, real people and then animated over the real people? Is that how he did it? No, he shot it... it, it he shot it like a... A play, so it's not an animated no, show. No, no, no. Oh, I was under the impression Joe, there was an animated Joe, show. Joe, please watch it. Okay. You will love it. This is how Louis described it one of the interviews because it's like really dark and kind of. He goes, <laughs> it's kind of depressing and shit. He goes, it's like the show Cheers if everybody had cancer <laughs> around the bar. <laughs> Dude, you will you'll eat it up. Okay. First of all, you're from the same hometown, right? Is Louis? Yeah. Milton? Yeah. Um, you'll fucking eat it up. It's it's. I think it's the best shit he's ever done. Really. I, he said wow. that too. Wow! Didn't he like go broke making it? He well, he went Not on really. No, I mean, exactly. Emptied his whatever he exactly. had laying around. He went on Stern to explain things. People going, "Look, he's right. fucking broke." Yeah. And he went on Stern on uh, one of these radio shows, and he went, "I didn't go." He goes, "Every every production company when they're doing a production is in the red." He goes, "I'll go tour for three months and I'll make my money back." Yeah, but he yeah he spent a ton of his own money. Yeah, that's what I... Which like, is so ballsy of him, you well, know? Well, it's so funny when people say that. Like, Louis C.K.'s broke. Like, Louis C.K. does one show, and he's not broke anymore. Do you understand that? Yeah. He'll do Madison Square Garden <laughs> and make more than you do in 10 years. Like, what are you talking... He does one hour, he makes, like, years and years of salary. Like, stop. He's not broke. No, exactly. Yeah. You'll eat the shit up. I'm telling you. I'm sure. And, and I love everything all he does. There's not one thing he's ever done that I don't like. He's so... He, 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 he goes, come over to my house. This was, you know, before he did Horace and Pete. I saw him at the comedy cell. He goes, give me a ride home. So uh, he goes, come in. And he shows, I'm working on the. He goes, read this. And I read some fucking shit. And then I know a week later, he goes, come to my house tomorrow for lunch. I, 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 I fucking ring the doorbell. Alan Alda opens the door. I'm like, what the fuck? Where does he live? Uh, don't say exactly. He's don't like, give his address. He's uh, uh, 211 Bleecker Street, apartment <laughs> 3C, fourth floor. He's got a red door. Ding uh, dong. He's, he lives right around, you know, he lives within, within fucking, you know, half mile of the comedy uh, cellar. Somewhere, oh. he, and he just bought another thing. So he's he's got a lot of fucking moves around. But I so I see Alan Alda answers the door. I uh I, I go in the kitchen. Steve Ashimi's in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm wow. meeting all these. 
Uh, and then uh, you know who? Edie, Edie Falco rings the doorbell like five minutes later, and we're sitting there reading She's tired the script. Of that nanny show, huh? <laughs> uh, what is it, Nurse? And nurse, Jackie. nurse Jackie. She got kind of mad at me because I go, I, I went up to her, I said, I go, you are one of the best actors I've ever, you know. I go, I'm still hung up on the Sopranos. I go, I still watch the Sopranos like on a loop, and she goes, that's too bad, and she like walked away. Because <laughs> you know, actors, famous people, that if you don't know their latest work, they get kind of bent out of shape. Oh, really? She yeah. got bent out of shape a little bit. Well, I, that's how I read it. She takes herself seriously. When or I said maybe it to her, she saw I was you on choking tough her. Crowd. She's like this fucking asshole. I she, saw Shepard Smith tear you a new asshole. <laughs> she loved me. No, she was. She fucking loved me. <laughs> she was working with Ferrara. Remember, Adam yes. Ferrara was on that Nurse Jack. Yes, and she she's a uh, she was great. I had a little you know line or two with her. She's a bartender, but That's you got to cool. watch it just to see the woman with Tourette's. She'll be right in the middle of like a serious conversation. Lick my pussy, you fucking asshole! Whoa! And uh, I look over at Stephen Wright. He's trying to put his head down. That's supposed to be. Like... And then Louis, Louis would be behind the bar, right? In some scenes, he'd be bartending, and like Edie Falco would be having a chat with some other actresses in the scene. He'd come over to me and like had a little piece of paper. He'd draw shit like a big dick and <laughs> hand it to me. <laughs> I mean, he is psychotic. He he hands me a he hands me a note and it says, "We used to do the Naughty Pine for seventy five dollars. Do you remember that gig in Quincy called the Naughty Pine?" Yeah, I do remember that gig. He hands me that, and I I I, I turn it over. I wrote back. I go, "I'm doing it next week for one hundred twenty five. <laughs> is that a Barry Katz gig? <laughs> yes, it was a Barry Katz. It, it was like a dance floor. Oh, those it, are the best. They'd bring you on the ball spinning, and they'd go, "Okay, get off the dance floor. We got a comedian coming up." Didn't you get in a fist fight in one of those places? I guess I was, no, was I get always a fist the fight in two actual comedy clubs. Two actual comedy clubs? Yeah, Giggles in Seattle. <laughs> and Giggles in Boston. Which Giggles are totally in unrelated. Not around anymore, right? That was like a real wasn't it like a real Christian room or something like that? You had to be clean. No. No? Fuck no. Are you kidding that? me? Maybe I had I people the, in a headlock. I, I was a hero out there. <laughs> <laughs> you would have loved it. Yeah, two two different incidents. And with my act, I was talking about with the, with the woman who runs the club in Chicago. I go, I've only been in like, I've only had two altercations. And she goes, that's it with that fucking act? I go, exactly. I go, I'd say that's pretty damn good. That is pretty good. Um, broke my hands on both, though. I have you glass broke hands. your hands punching yeah. people? Jesus Well, Christ. I didn't start. I mean, they fucking, they were elbows. punching back, Joe. Don't act you like I suck throw up. elbows. Very difficult to break your well, elbow. Well, I know. You have to teach me. I'll show you. But I got the shoulders of a 100-year-old man. You know, well, didn't you have like, you had serious major, shoulder surgery. I, reconstruction on both of them. Does it feel good now? Do they feel all right? They never bothered me. I went on to play. I wasn't supposed to, after high school, the guy did him right after high school, and they told me, you shouldn't really go play. And I went up to Maine and played football. And the guy did such a good job. I still remember his name, Lyle McKaylee. He still gives speeches about that. He's got to be in his 70s now. Wow. And he did such a great job of putting my shoulders back together that I played a couple of years in college. And they're fine. And and, and uh, I don't even have pain like when I wake up in the morning. I'm sure that's going to change in a week. But uh, <laughs> Well, do you do exercises with them? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I work out. The, but for exercises I specifically do. for shoulders, I just started no. doing within the last few years because no. I had shoulder injuries. But one of the best ones ever is kettlebells, like I think bottoms showed, up kettlebells. I think you showed me. Did I, show, I don't think I showed you this because this no? is one that I've recently gotten into. What the fuck? Is that 120 pounds? No, this is only 40 pounds. But you do bottoms up, meaning you hold it like this so you have to balance Very, it. So I like all the your of stabilization it. muscles. Oh, all, yeah. They're and that, all like constantly adjusting and moving. And then that lands on your nose. No, it's all good for your grip, too. So you work on those. And... Well, you know what's good to say for me? For, I used to laugh at people that use the, uh, you know what? The, those means, those flies. The, yeah. Yeah, those but, are good. But those are good. It's good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I never used to do specific shoulder exercises. I did everything, and the shoulders got worked yeah. while I was doing all those things, but I never did specific shoulder en- exercises right. until I had a shoulder injury. Yeah. Then I started doing a lot of rotation exercises, all these different things right. to build up the rotator cuff and stuff. So. Yeah. Right after the surgery, I did a ton of that. Yeah, you got to do shit. all that stuff. This guy was so good, Lyle McKaylee. I went to a doctor a couple of years ago in New York, in Westchester County, where I live, because I was having problems with my rotator And he goes, boy, what's with the scars? I go, I had uh, something called a bank cart procedure back in the 80s. And, he, and I, uh, I go, a guy named Lyle McKaylee did it. He goes, I'll be damned. He goes, I went to a convention up in Harvard, uh, doctor's convention. He was speaking about shoulder fucking injuries. Wow. Yeah, so he was the, the Patriots guy back then. Uh, and uh, God bless my parents to find like a decent doctor. And he, yeah. he did a great fucking job. I can't. Right after I had him done, I couldn't bench heavy anymore and shit. Right. You know, I mean, it was stuff behind my neck is. There's a lot of people who don't believe in benching heavy anyway. They think I don't, benching I haven't heavy just fucks your here. shoulders up. Of course, no matter it, what. that's that's how I originally fucked them up. Yeah, especially back in the '80s, nobody knew about warming up and stretching. I was like benching with a lineman, oh, and you, what happens is you're still growing at that point. Yeah, you were a big fuck when I first met you. Yeah, when yeah. I first met you, one of the, it was very encouraging to me because uh, I had always thought that to be a comic, you had to be out of shape and goofy looking. <laughs> And I always felt... They hate us. Uh, yeah, I felt like I didn't belong. And we, then I we saw didn't you Joe. on stage killing, and I was like, I want to be okay. <laughs> we, but you know what? They fucking still hate. Nothing has changed. Well, Marin even admitted it to me. Like, when I did his podcast, he was yeah. saying, like, I always felt hated like, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing this. This is our thing. And I was like, well, that's crazy. That was the mentality. And yeah. it's like, what are you talking about? What does that got to do with being funny? Yeah. I love this idea you have to have low self-esteem, shitty parents, a, a shitty upbringing. To, you have to punch up. I think it's funnier when you punch down. Well, that punch What's funnier than thing? punching a little kid in the back of the head? There's definitely things that are funnier than that. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I would kids. never you hit don't a have kid. kids. You're out there punching I other people's punch kids. I wouldn't punch your kids. How dare I you? I mean kids that deserve it. <laughs> you know, Irish kids. But punching, like, I had a, an argument <laughs> with a, this professor who wrote a book on comedy. Remember that guy? He uh, wrote Orrin a, Corey. He I don't just remember died. his name. He wrote a book on, on comedy. He was like, well, punching up is always, is always funnier. And I'm like, okay. Okay, That's nerd. not true. That's not true. Sam Kinison's bit about starving kids in Africa is one of the greatest bits of all time. Yes. And it's as punching down as you ever can get. Because it's so fucked up. You're listening to it. You go, oh, Jesus. I can't believe you're saying this. And you're fucking crying laughing. Funny. Is funny. Well, you equated, you know, like sports and comedy, like you said, football yeah. and fighting. And when yeah. I'm going to fight, I throw up, down, sideways, every angle. Right, in a lot of ways, yeah. And it's, yeah. They come from, punches come from everywhere. Exactly. That's why this whole thing about punching down is so fucking stupid, or the, the idea that you have to be a dork in order to be funny. Some of the funniest people I ever met were savages. Like, that's where I learned how to do comedy, was in the gym. I know. Guys, that's the reason why I got into stand-up in the first place is I would make people laugh when we were on a bus on the way to tournaments. Yeah. It was like gallows go. humor. There you go. Everybody was scared, and I would be the guy who was making everybody laugh. They were all savages. Yeah. Those guys are time with the linemen that took the fucking stare. They were some of the oh, funniest yeah. motherfuckers I have ever met in my life. I'm and sure. not dumb jock funny. They, I mean, they would actually come up with clever shit. And, but, uh, yeah, that was the mentality. Like Kevin Flynn. I remember he's soccer yeah. player UMass. He was like a real good soccer, real player. real good soccer player, yeah. right? And 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 uh, he used to talk about because him him and me came together at the Boston scene. He was another one. Yeah. he was and a they, jock, and, and they yeah. hated us. Janine, I tell, and I love fucking Janine. I still do. The first night I met Janine, it was a fucking like open mic. Or I I've been in the business about fucking eight my ten months maybe. It was at Stitches. I walk in, she's sitting in the, like the little box office. She goes, "Nice acid wash jeans." And they weren't. They were faded. <laughs> they were actually faded? They were faded. She goes, nice acid them? watch jeans. 
and, wow. and I, I'd never met her before. I go, nice, uh, I go, nice boots. What are you going, clamming lady, you cunt? <laughs> That's how I met Janine Garofalo. And it, and it didn't even phase her, which made me like her, number one. She didn't even fucking, she kind of like smirked. And, and then, um, and people, even now, uh, my friends don't believe that. You, how do you like her comedy and shit? I watched her at Stitches going on after Steve Sweeney, you know, the whole boys club. And uh, I did that young comedian special. She always had her own point of view and shit. You know, it's not, uh, but my friends always never believed that. Uh, I, that you I, liked her. I kind of think she's funny. Well, we used to play softball with her. She used did to be you really? That, yeah, she used to be on that comedian softball thing. I we used to meet on Mondays. Where, in New York? No, in Boston. Yeah, Dave Cross was in it. Um, yeah, there was a lot of people. Some good athletes, Janine, David Cross. <laughs> Brian Frazier. You remember Brian yeah. Frazier? Well, he, he was another one. What happened to him, Joe? I uh, think he's writing now. He was another one. That guy was giant. He was fucking built like a brick shit yeah. house. One time he went on stage with a, a shirt on, like a golf shirt. Right. And I, I, after I got him off stage, I go, dude. You can't dress like that. I go, look, I'm your friend, and I can't stop staring at your arms. Like you can't, you can't dress like that. Because he was a bodybuilder at one point in time. Bro, he got it, really big. Yeah, absolutely right. And who else? There was another. Oh, Brian Kylie. Brian Kylie. Remember, remember the fucking physique too. He was a gorilla, and he's like a really cerebral writer. Yeah. So yeah, that whole myth of you know, Nonsense. and they do resent you. And I still feel like an outsider in this business. I still, I got a couple friends. You know, fucking. You're not call. an outsider at all. Well, you know, Colin Quinn is like, uh, you know, we're on the phone every night. He's probably my closest, and 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 Louis. But they're not. I don't have much in common with them outside of, outside of the showbiz. Well, you can't go to the UCB. <laughs> I have <laughs> just to ruin their night. I go in and I blow it up, and I go follow that. Go tell a fuck another mediocre story with two punchlines every thirty minutes. Well, go there and not get paid too. How about that? <laughs> Stupid fucks. <laughs> they allowed these people to create an empire with not paying the I comedians. Know. That I is know. so disgusting. Duncan Trussell had a whole bit about it. Like, it's like, what have you done? Like, you've decided to do this one thing, this one place right. where the cerebral people go. You make all the money. That's yeah. not very cerebral, right? That seems pretty fucking stupid. Right. How'd they do that? How'd they get away with that? I don't know. I don't understand I, it. People, there's always people who, who you know want to be in the arts. They'll fucking work for nothing and. Yeah, and they also want to be food chain. in the inside. They want to be on the inside. Yeah, I never you know? felt that way. They want to be in the click. You got to go there to be in the click. <laughs> like uh, like Pat Oswalt, who I've, you know, he came on Tough Crowd, and um, he almost insinuated I, that I was like a dick joke specialist. And even Colin, we like fucking, what? We, you know. That you're a dick joke specialist? Yeah. I, I made a, a joke on that episode, a, a black dick joke or something, and he kind of implied that's what I do or something. And, like, me and Colin turned on him. And uh, and I'm like, I, I never, I, I always thought, he's kind of overrated as a stand but I've really grown to love his stand-up. Oh, his stand-up's very good. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a great rep, but he's a nerdy who we have nothing in common. And, uh, but sometimes we But have... I like people like that. Yeah. They don't necessarily... I think they're like more close. The so-called tolerant crowd is less tolerant than I am. It's true. It is true. Yeah. You mean tolerant people, what they consider themselves to be progressive people, are oftentimes very intolerant. He's not. He's Patton's not. actually. He's on, a good dude. I, I hit love- him up on Twitter, and you know, and uh, so you know, we've actually. But um, yeah, I, I I still feel I I, <laughs> I don't watch movies. I, I hate the political correctness. Whether it's I haven't you know Big Bang Theory and shit. I go, what am I doing? You know, his wife died from that fucking fentanyl shit. She's another Who, one Patton who died. Oswell? Yeah. Th- is that what caused her? Yep, that goddamn fentanyl. The same shit that killed Prince, 
Same shit that killed uh, a buddy of mine. That a, was a, is, is that what the autopsy said? Yes, yes, yeah. It was a combination of things, but fentanyl was in the mix. Yeah, because he said, not not too long ago, he said it was, he thought it was a, like an accidental overdose, yeah, right? Yeah, that's How what it fucking is. horrible, man. Fentanyl is supposedly hundreds of times, hundreds of thousands of times stronger. Someone was explaining it the other day. St- stronger than uh, opiates, than regular opiates, like, oh, than Jesus. Oxycontins. Yeah, it was a, a horse sterilizer, a horse tranquilizer, rather. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Terrifying shit, that stuff. They decided that uh, Oxycontins are killing people quick enough, so they, they came up with this stuff. And if you fuck up one way or the other with that, fentanyl, just a slight overdose, and I you're don't, gone. I'm a puss. Drugs, I'm a puss. That fentanyl shit is terrifying. It's killing people like crazy. But you like your mushrooms and shit, right? You're psychedelic. Yeah, but that stuff, No, I know, but I'm just saying I would never mushrooms. do that. You understand I would never do that in a trillion years? Oh, I should do it. <laughs> Definitely do it. It's Never. good for it. Are you kidding me? After I just told ego. you the edible story, I might kills, as well have been doing mushrooms. It kills the ego. It's good for you. It kills it. What are you trying you to say? For a long, it's good to step outside yourself and yeah, see who you kill are. Kill my ego. What are you, what are you but trying it, to do? It, roll it'll my come career? back. It'll come back. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying that like it gives you the Give opportunity to, to look Streep. at yourself. No, she'll go crazy. She'll shit her pants. Uh, she'll yeah, it'll be terrible. She'll be like that bathtub girl. You ever see the bathtub girl? Fu- no. The, the one Japanese lady with her asshole in the air. Shit spraying up in the air and hitting her in the face. No? That was Margaret Cho's last special. Is that what you're talking about? Come on, guys. Quit being little fucking LA faggots. Every time oh, I say something PC. He said I say- faggot. How dare you? How dare you? I say faggot all the time and I will continue to say faggot. Wow. I always call, I said that on stage the other night. I, I, I've, faggot, I think Louie actually had a bit about it, but I, I've called everybody but a gay person a faggot. My brother, mm. you know, fucking Louie. Don't it's a you? good word. Yeah, it's a good word. And I, I said that on the unmasked thing I did with Ron Bennington. He goes, so you think that makes it right? And I go, yeah. <laughs> Ron Bennington was trying to progressive you? <laughs> How dare he? Your whole show is I love about, him. He's a good no, dude. No, my whole show isn't. No, his have, whole, Ron Bennington's whole show is what? Breaking down silly, silly uh is it really? Hard rules. I don't get to listen to him that much. It's a fun show. I love him. He's smart and funny. I don't hear it anymore. I don't have serious anymore. I stopped with the... I realized you better get it again, Joe. Because I'm going to do... I might get a show on there real oh. soon. Well, I'll get it off BitTorrent. Huh? I'll oh, yeah, that it. site. I, I even know about that site. <laughs> that BitTorrent <laughs> I'll shit. I'll find it. So we'll put it online. <laughs> I'll get... I just... I think that... Get it in your car. One of your eight cars. When you go into a fucking tunnel, it doesn't work. I, I refuse to support that. Oh, you Chris Christie? What the fuck? No, I think it's fucking stupid. I think it's stupid. I think satellite is stupid. I think internet is stupid. I think you're living in the dark ages because I go through the (laughs) tunnel. I go through the tunnels in New Jersey. Now you can listen to radio all the way through the tunnel. Regular radio, but not satellite radio. Regular regular radio. Yeah, they have radio signals. They have transmitters in the tunnels. They don't have a. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, satellite doesn't work. Go under a fucking. You're trying to get the signal in LA. You go under a bridge, like an overpass. It doesn't work. Fuck you. So that means someone could be talking about some important shit. I have to stop traffic. And I'll be like, hold on. And then people beep and honk. I'm like, I don't want it to cut out. I see the red light. I know I've done that. I've pulled it. I've been pulling it to my garage, and I'll hear you on or somebody I like, Louis or whatever. And Get I'll it back up. My, I back out of my garage. That's an ancient hear the technology. Bit. No, I agree with you. And, you, and his next? commercials too. We all gonna have strings on our roof that go directly to the fucking transmitter. Oh, I don't want to go, go that far. We have wired cars. <laughs> we all wires are crisscrossing each other. We all. It's fucking stupid. It's a stupid technology. All right, I won't take the job. Now the listen. internet. The internet is the way to go. God damn it. <laughs> Well, you, yeah, Locked you, in. you, and two other people have figured it out. That's not true. Come a lot on, of people dude. figured it out. Joey Diaz gets millions of downloads a month now. Yeah, because of you. 
No, because of him, because he's fucking funny. But you got, he's no, stuck but with I, it. I know he's funny. I'm just saying, but you started him off. I can right? do the same for you. Nick. Didn't huh? I can do the same for you, Nick? Well, I can help you. Come sit down. Uh, Rub my back. <laughs> Is that what Joey did? He didn't seem like that Come have some champagne with me. Mm, put on this robe. It makes you look All slim. All right. Well, that's why I came out here. Seriously. I, that's why I came out. Because when... when by the way, hit me up at Nick DiPaolo on Twitter and Instagram and, and all that other faggy shit you people like. It's not faggy? Um, oh, my goodness. How dare you? Seriously, you fucking it's uh, my, children of the corn. It's um, on my Twitter. You can find them. Uh, but um, no, but when I... Last time I did the show, I did it twice, right? right. I, I go home before Christ. By the time I get home, I had like 500 new followers like on Twitter. But I go, what the fuck kind of rocket ship is he driving here? Well, it's way crazier now because the last time you were here was, what, a year ago? How long was it? I, I, it's either a year or two. Jamie knows. He's got it in a folder called But uh, whatever it is, trips. the number um, of downloads that we've had since then is like more than 10 times. And why is that, Joe? I don't know. It's, something's happening. I think you're a talented motherfucker. Oh, thanks, sweetie. That's so nice. <laughs> July, <laughs> July last year. July last year. Was so, I out here? Year? Yeah. Woo, actually, 2015. Thank you. Oh, okay. Two I can't ago. believe yeah. when the year came by. I, I told you I was going to come out every year, at least do yeah. it once a year. Anytime. I was even thinking every six months or whatever. Dude, Nick, call me up. You can come anytime you want. You told me that. You go. I'll open the place for I you. I will. And uh, but but here's the thing. And and a year what came? I'm going. Oh, I should be going out to Joe's. I couldn't get off the couch. I go. I can't fucking go to Laguardia. Go through all that. It's hard. It's it, hard it, out it, there. It's so. It is. <laughs> Dude, it is. Yeah. But um, no, I'm just saying this show is like I, I was saying it to Quinn on the phone. I go, I, I go, do you doing Rogan's podcast? It's like doing a TV show. Somebody, you know, said, are you going to do Conan or Joe's? I go do Joe's podcast before I do. No, and I love Conan. I'm just well, uh, Conan's. He wouldn't have on me on anyway. He doesn't like you. No, he loves me. I'm just saying I, I don't have anything. Have you got well, a CISO show? Yeah, I could have plugged that. I guess. You know what the problem is? You won't shine on Conan in seven minutes the way you shine in a couple of hours. There's the couple of hours thing is what's up. Yeah, see, he's pointing at uh, me for people listening. Uh, uh, he's smiling well, you and pointing. Well, you get cameras, too. Yeah, but a lot of people are listening. Uh, Way more people are listening than watching. A four-minute, you're right, a four-minute interview on Conan as opposed to uh, Joe Rogan doing uh, I was supposed to do Seth Meyers last week, and it got canceled because of the uh, snowstorms. My flight got canceled. And I was going to do his show because I really like him. I think he does a great job. I, I used think to. He's funny. He's you don't like him anymore? He's a fucking le- He's turned oh, into he's the- gone lefty. Le- gone like lefty? What, his first 10 minutes make the Daily Show look like a Fox News channel. It's, it's, but doesn't it make sense what he's saying? Can't you, can't you no agree sense. to sense. See, you're on team fucking right. Fucking, I'm not on any teams. T- I'm different uh, than you. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, on team right. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? You're, you're, you're on, on team, team right. left. I'm not on team you left. You wouldn't I'm do that Okay, again, that's one issue. That? That's one issue. How about that? But I'm just I got guns, you don't th- I hunt, I cook roasts. <laughs> yeah, I'm a but you're also a commentator. You're also a hippie. You do psychedelics. I'm a little bit of a hippie. And, uh... But how am I I'm on not team on, left? How am I on team right? You're definitely on I, team I'm right. I'm fucking pro-choice. Is funny. I, 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 I'm pro <laughs> God damn it, Joe. This was going so well. I'm fucking pro. Like I said, in this business, they consider me conservative. But right. I, but I fucking have gay, no problem with gay marriage. Me neither. Kill all the babies you fucking stick want. stick to their fucking side of the left. That's right. Keep, don't put your- Stay I'm over like, there. I would like to watch an episode of Chopped, where it's not a girl with a crew cut and three What's rings chopped? in her nose. What the hell is the Chopped? The Food Network show. Jamie knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> The guy from what the queer, queer Eye for the Straight Guy. What's his name? Ted Allen? It's called he, Chopped. Is it all about salads? No. They, they get baskets at the beginning. It's actually it was, it, it was actually a good show for about a month until it became like a gay cause show. Oh. Every episode is a transgender guy going, oh, mm. I'm going to take the $10,000 to get myself a pussy, and I'm going <laughs> to get my, my uncle a pair of tits, and uh, I'm sorry I put too much lemon in the hummus. Uh, <laughs> 
I'm serious. <laughs> and I'm I know crying. Ted. I know Ted I'm Allen. Crying. I met him at a roast. I like him. Ugh. I'm just saying. When people talk Ugh. about, you know, everything's gayed up on TV, that right. show is a perfect example. It's gayed of that. up. Oh, my God. And mm. again, that, that's not, I'm not saying anything against gay people. I'm just saying, but but that show is what would piss people off, mm. you know? I get it. Do you? Sort of, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I mean, every, I just, you're just sensitive to people that attack your own ideas. Like when people, what? yeah, when not someone, attacking my ideas. Yeah, idea. when someone's like Seth Meyers attacking your ideas. He's not attack my ideas. He's, He's making up a left. bunch of fucking real soft jokes about Trump. He had one very good bit that he did recently where was, they were talking about the ban, the ban on immigrants. And he's like, when they were like, no one is saying ban. It's not a ban. We've never used the word ban. Mm-hmm. And then he cuts to a clip, a montage of Trump and all the other right. people saying ban, right. ban, ban, Which you could ban. do to any politician. And it's just fucking cheap trickery, but oh, not as much uh, as him. I, I used to like him, but but I think NBC sat him down and said, "You got to go fucking, you got to be the point man on this." You think so? Oh, I do. I've never had a sat down. I, I, I've been accused nice of being having been sat down. I've never had a sat down. And, and, and did I say sat down? Yeah. Well, never. No Sit one's down. ever sat me down. Oh no. No one's ever sat me down and said, "Hey, you got to go this way." That's never happened. Literally ever. Well, of course not, because you're on mushrooms and you lift weights. They're not gonna. Fuck <laughs> Saying people accuse <laughs> you're you eating of elk, you shoot an elk on the 101 out of the back of your <laughs> with a bow and arrow. Who the, who the fuck gonna tell you to do anything, Joe? But people accuse you if you have an idea and you you run with a cause. They accuse you of being sat down by the elites. Like no, they NBC, pull you aside. Come on, you think dude. So? Of course, you think he's so? the point man. Maybe no, it's they just how he feels. Him. They didn't. Sit. No, it is probably how he feels. Yeah. So why would they but sit I'm, him down if you're? I, feels I don't that know. Way? It feels that way. NBC <laughs> does that. <laughs> they they never did when I was on. Why would they do it with you? But they, I mean, no one ever no. sits. I don't think people sit anybody down. I know you don't. I know you don't. You think Joe. they do? I mean, yeah. But have you ever I experienced don't. it? Well, not, not. Let's. I know you're taking me literally here. But, but literally, just, I was I'm on NBC saying, for ten years. They get I don't the think talking anybody... points from the New York Times and blah blah blah. Oh, okay. And, and by the well, way, that's... Seth is funny and he's a likable. Matter of fact, when he first had his late night show, I go, I go, he could be a Tonight Show host. He's for very sure. likable. You know, very smart professional, shit. Smart, but the first articulate. ten minutes, I can't fucking watch mm. a closer look, and it's forty Trump jugs. Mm. Well, magically, did it. it's low hanging fruit. It's not. You oh, don't yeah, think it's easy to make fun of Trump? Yes, it is. Do you Some have any of Trump it. jokes in your it's act? Like, yeah, I do. What do you say? Absolutely. About uh, what you is know, this I don't fucking? Do your act? Why you do your act? But do you criticize him? I, I do. I, I said he made it look too easy. Number one, he was just telling people what they wanted to hear. When I was running, you know, they're like, right. "Mr. Fucking Trump, Build what, the wall. What, what about your health care plan? What about the skinniest people alive?" Next question. Any mm. follow-ups? No. Next question. Ba ba ba. You know, and uh, and uh, what was the fucking final? Yeah, there's no way you can deport 11 million people. Have you seen the size of my jet? Three trips. Ba ba ba. You know, I, I fucking take mm. shots at him. That's not really a shot. Though. Yeah. Oh, what are you fucking? Now you're you're on the left like team. You're, you're on the soft. team left. So you feel like going no, soft. I don't have a bunch of shit on him. I didn't say I did. <laughs> I like what he's doing. Do you? Yeah. Do you like the wall. Do you like him building the wall? I think the idea that people who um, if you say I want to protect our borders, make mm. you a racist, that's that's some real left wing stupidity right there. Hmm. Yeah. Left wing stupidity. Yeah. Do you, you know think... California, Jerry Brown, Nancy yeah. Pelosi, Berkeley. Do you think that kind of left wing stupidity? Do you think there's ever going to come a time where mm. there won't be any walls, there won't be any borders, and everyone literally yeah. and will be able to not, go anywhere they want? Not, uh, I don't know if the world will ever work like that. Ever? Yeah. No. How come? But how, how come we come? can do that? Do you know anything about humanity? Because people are psychotic. But how come we can do that here? How come people can Why go wherever they want? Why is this country held to a different standard when it comes to that shit? Why don't you try sneaking into Mexico and see what's happening here? 
We're the country who invite people from all over the world well, to live here. Let us go into Mexico and, like that. Oh, yeah. You know that. You could just drive to Mexico. Okay. You know that, right? Have you ever if done you it? sneak in illegally, I'm no, no, saying. No, no. I'm no ta- you could just I, drive into Mexico. That's not my point. If you try to sneak in. Right, but yeah. when, but my point is when you try to go down to Mexico, they don't even stop you. So you believe there's drive. So you don't believe in borders. You think that could actually work? I think that there's no even borders. Even after watching what's going on in Europe right now. Well, that's a problem. Yeah. For sure. But I think part of the reason that's a problem is that culturally, the places these people are coming from are archaic. And that's something that the left doesn't want to admit. And I'm with them 100%. And it's a real problem because what's Wait interesting a minute, is- Wait But here's the problem. What? That's right. Mm-hmm, it is right. Because all cultures aren't equal. They no. never were. No, they're not only they're not- And that's the left's main tenet. Well, not only they're not equal, but those, what's interesting to me is that those cultures that are the problem, not only are they not equal, they're incredibly misogynist. That's right. And where incredibly. are the fucking feminists yelling at them? And if you, if you say anything about those, you're Islamophobic and you're a right-wing hate monger, but you're talking about cultures that are incredibly restrictive of women. They're out they of the Bible. Yeah. It looks like 11 AD. I fucking yeah. always say that. But that's my point. And even Bill Maher pointed it out. Yeah. He was yelling at the left, the feminists. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Right. You're yelling at Trump because he loves to grab pussy. Meanwhile, they're lopping off heads because a girl shows her ankle. It's true. It's like, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm not a huge. You're trying to make me out to be like a huge Trump fan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, but I'm saying at one point in time, we'll take all the cultures down. were like that. But at one point in time, that was the norm. Like 2,000, 3,000 years ago, that was a norm worldwide, right? I mean, there was a there was a restrictive policies against women and things along those lines. I, that was the norm worldwide. I guess so. So how is it I not that Europe way right a, now in California? Because people progressed and evolved. So don't you think sure, that people can progress and evolve that, worldwide to the point where we don't have to have well, borders Well, yeah, but anymore? not right now. That not wasn't right the question. Right. It's going to no, take a long is, time. I, well, my question is, will there be a time where people can just go everywhere? And you said you don't think the world works that way. I, I, I really don't. People are flawed as a species. We're definitely flawed as a species here They're in California. Well, why? That's but never going go to change. You could drive to Sonoma right now and no one's going to stop you. You don't have to show your papers. I feel like there's got to become a time in, in, in history where human beings are allowed to travel freely wherever they want to go, live wherever they want to go. And the only thing that's stopping that is that some places are far less far less prosperous than we are here. So but it's, it's deeper, not just prosperous. It's like you said, cultures, ideologies. Right. You're seeing what's going on in Europe, and well, it's not fucking working. It's and not that's as close all. to open borders as you're going to get. Well, they're, so they're let's doing not that be in Sweden and a lot of these other countries. They got a little silly, and they thought the rest of the world is like them. And they just let all these that's immigrants in that's instantaneously. All. with right. this. But my point is not that we should let everybody in and just let do whatever you want. My point is that at some point in time, that's got to be the way the world works, where you could literally go anywhere you want. And then I don't think I think, you know, like the Tower of Babel, the idea that at one point in time people spoke one language and then that God decided they were getting too crazy and then he split them up all over the world yeah. and gave them a bunch of different languages so they can never communicate with each other. It seems to me that if human beings continue along the path that we're on now, how long it takes, whether it's 5,000 years or whatever, we're going to come to a point in time where we have a universal language. And it might be within, you know, our grandchildren's lifetime where people are allowed to communicate with people all over the world. And if technology can evolve our, our our cultures to the point where these people that live in these unbelievably restrictive environments and, and, and communities can get to the point where yeah. they're like the United States. We have disagreements, but you're free to go wherever you want. I mean, that's got to be the future. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't make him a racist for wanting to protect our borders. And that's uh, a Nazi. He's a not fascist he's and a Nazi. It, they, it, that's a childish... Bad. Look at a, a view of life. That's the, the far left. Their ideas work great on paper. Everybody agrees with them. Yes, they should be open. But just like you said, everybody should be able to live together. And but but and that all makes sense 
till the rubber hits the road. It sounds good mm. uh, technically, and it will eventually. Hopefully, they'll get there. But I'm just saying, you can't label people fascist and racist that want to fucking protect the border. I, I agree. And this with is you coming from somebody who extent. loves Latinos because yeah. they're like Italians to me. Right. They look like I'm not just Latinos. Now we have Central America and mm-hmm. the whole world coming. And Canadians. I'm just, and Canadians. I'm half Canadian, French Canadian. Are you? Oh, that's right. Uh, you know what's really fucked up is that it's really easy to come over here from Syria. It's really hard to come over from Canada. <laughs> it's yeah. like they made it more difficult for places, other places yeah. that are like almost offer zero problems yeah. to, to, to emigrate to America. Like if you're a Canadian, you try to get a job in America. Good luck. I know a lot of people that are Canadians. You got to you got to plan. You got to marry somebody. <laughs> you got to find some chick. Yeah, and hook it up. You know, good Canadian boy, come on over here, or a good Canadian girl. Yeah, Shack but it's it not that hard to, to, to come here from Syria. I mean, Obama was busing people to cities and dropping them off without even telling the mayors and shit. That's all, you know. Really? Oh, yeah. He was doing it oh. himself? Did he drive the bus? It was his. It was his. It was his idea? Executive orders, yes. Really? Yeah. How did what, how'd that order yes. go? Do you know what the order was? Oh, no. Now you're getting all... I'm just asking. I don't know. Uh, well, well, I've never heard this before. All that shit, DACA people. and all that stuff is, you know, questionably unconstitutional. You didn't hear about it exactly because the media wouldn't cover it. If you go online and, and, and you're talking to mayors in, in Pennsylvania, schools are being, you know where one place was overwhelmed? Lynn, Massachusetts. The oh, schools yeah? are being overwhelmed by kids who, you know, have been here for five minutes. Really? Yeah. A lot of unconstitutional shit went on. You know? I never heard about that. Yeah. I'm not making it up. Well, there's so many like, things going on in the world, it's impossible to be abreast of all of it. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just... It's not that hard, I'm saying, you know. So uh, We but, just got so lucky. That's the problem that's with being right. in America. We got so fucking lucky. Yeah, geographically. Oh, the luckiest. Yeah, but you know what? That's all changed. How so? What do you mean? Lucky How so? right now. A plane. They can fly over now. They don't have to fucking, you know. But we're that's still That's all lucky. changed. <clears throat> 9-11. They're trying to get you know lucky. What I mean? Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's happened I'm since. just saying. You were right. For years... Because of where we were geographically with two yeah. oceans. Well, not just but, that, but, just the know, spot itself. Things like flight and, you know. But it's also the spot itself, like just having the opportunity that you have here in America. It's so unusual. It's so unusual. No caste system like we were talking about India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you hear is how racist it is and, and homophobic. Yet people, uh, uh, black and brown <coughs> people are trying to sneak in uh, Is that all you millions. hear, though? Is that all you hear? Is it America's racist? If you watch TV, and- mainstream media, yeah, that's all you hear. I, I don't. Yes. Oh, yeah. I know you don't. Because you're out. You I have a life. Netflix. Yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. I don't watch programming, man. Uh, They're trying to program you, you man. You don't think the mainstream media is fucking. has a left slant to it at all? I definitely Even do. Even they admit that. <clears throat> I definitely do. Well, I definitely that's all think I'm for saying. the most part they do. And that's where people get their information. Yeah. You know? Well, if you're on the right, you have to feel pretty alienated by the media. Because the the mainstream media, which is primarily in New York in and California, yeah. those are these big central locations right. for liberal thinking. Yeah. Isn't it weird, though, that when you get big, giant groups of people together, they become liberal? That is weird. How so? Predominantly. Like, New York's predominantly liberal. California's predominantly liberal. Those are the population oh. centers of the country. They're also the education centers of the country. It's really fascinating to me that when you... And even in Chicago, Chicago's kind of predominantly liberal as well. Yeah, yet they lost the yeah. election. But, it isn't, but isn't yeah. that strange, though? I mean, I understand. I'm not it's saying... It's people in a bubble who don't hang around with other people. It's bad. But, uh, but why is it, you though, know? that when you get giant clumps of people that have to live together in, in huge groups, they become yeah. primarily liberal? Well, it's there's big cities in the Midwest that aren't, you know... <clears throat> That what? 
that aren't liberal? Name one. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. Boise? Just pick a city. That's not the Midwest. It's the worst. I know. I was trying to think of the Midwest myself. It was the Midwest. Well, like, well Minneapolis? Minneapolis is liberal, but but it's also... Prince is there, man. No, I know. He wore a dress. But I, but I sell out of Minneapolis. They love me, too. I bet they do. There's plenty of people. That's what I'm saying. You're a funny guy. You know. You'd sell out in New York. What the fuck are you talking about? You I don't sell out. it. No, no, I don't. You don't? You will now. No. What, are you, you kidding now. me? Just put on the robe. I, I go... <laughs> It's the belly of the beast <laughs> every night I'm in front of fucking NYU students. What are you shitting me? Oh, the NYU students are hilarious. All students are hilarious. How about college campuses? That seems pretty fair what goes on mm. there. Huh? Uh, I have a friend of mine who goes to NYU, and uh, she sent me this um, this thing that was uh, abolishing whiteness was a, a Oh, I, I cover that on my podcast. Abolishing whiteness. Yeah. That's, mm. a, that's a class in almost every college now. That's what I'm talking about. How's that fair? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How is it fair? It's not... It just seems to me that there's just too much us versus them. And that's what real part of the well, problem. Well, that's the media. Is that they the media? Perpetuate. Of course. Sounds like you. You're that's part what, of the media. What? I'm not part you're of the media. You're a little us I'm versus a, them. I got a part. So are you. <laughs> so are you. You're, you're in a sly way. You're doing <clears throat> it very softly. but How so? Well, you're a lefty. But you think I am. Well, just because you eat elk doesn't make you a fucking righty. Well, what makes me a righty? What would I have to do? <laughs> I don't know. Want you a tell me. Wall? What, what would make no. you a righty? What, what would make me a lefty? Fucking uh, being for punching somebody I disagree with? Just pot. That's pot Weed? would do it no, by, yeah, that's by itself. True. You'd calm down. You'd that's why like, I don't oh, smoke. man. What if I didn't have this generator? First of all. And I had to rely on my neighbors, man. <laughs> I just ate a, I just drank a quarter of your coffee. So. <laughs> You're fired up. Um, whatever. But what makes someone I, I, a righty? When, what are the primary things? Trickle I don't know. Down, You're economics. the one who labels like, people righty. You tell oh, me. it's just me? Not you. Your side. My side? Yes. What side am I on? You know, you Newton. Say, Newton, Newton people. <laughs> where you grew up. I makes, grew up in Upper Falls. Ma- makes the Upper, upper wa- Falls is blue collar. What, what's Upper Falls? New, Part upper of New Falls. No, you it's grew, the poor I know, area. I know, the poor area. They make only 140 grand a week. <laughs> That's a poor <laughs> pot of Newton. <laughs> imagine there's a place where people average 140 grand a week. <laughs> Fucking what are you talking there? about? Imagine. It's called Bill <clears throat> Fuck, it's called Apple. Anybody who works in Cupertino. Is that nice up there? It's beautiful. The yeah. kid got attacked by a mountain lion last year, though. <laughs> That's part of the problem with liberals. They don't want to kill mountain lions. <laughs> So that's why I'm not on their side. <laughs> with that issue. Exactly. With a bunch of that's issues. That's how you protect the border with fucking mountain lions. Mountain lions. <laughs> Mexicans know how to handle mountain lions. I know. They're not even scared of them. <laughs> yeah, they're not scared of them at all. in 10 minutes. They eat them. Good backstrap. Uh, cook anyhow. them up. They're mountain lion loins taste like pork. Have it's you really had good. lion? No, but I know a friend of mine just <laughs> shot one. He says delicious. Seriously? Yeah. What is it delicious, lions. really? Uh, wolf. Have you had Wolf? No, I haven't. <laughs> but uh, Steve Ranello, who was on the podcast, is a very famous hunter and author and historian. He was telling me that there was this uh, famous mountain man, and uh, Wolf was his favorite meal. He liked to eat Wolf. Yeah. Seriously? Guys used to shoot wolves and eat them. But I wonder if That's it's like Ted the Nugent. satisfaction. <laughs> what is the satisfaction of eating a wolf because you know it could eat you? Like that's probably You would love it. I figured you would be drinking wolf's blood and shit. I mean, I've eaten bear. I've eaten a lot of bear. Right. You probably yeah. eat, and you do it for like reasons like the Japanese eat shark fins. You want mm, the testosterone vitality. and the vitality. Yeah, yes. eating rhino dicks and shit. <laughs> uh, no, they they shoot bear because they have to because there's so many bear and they bear eat all the moose I agree and with elk that. and and yeah. if some guy sh- and I'm not now it's funny now here's where I'm not like a fucking righty like when I was younger I killed pheasants and shit and right. my grandmother would cook Delicious. them and I'd shoot rabbits and shit like that as I get older though as you get older you appreciate mm. 
You know what I mean? When right. I see people shooting, taking down a giant elephant on yeah. some safari, is yeah. that really hard to kill an elephant? I could walk up to it and stab it to death. You definitely couldn't. They'll I fucking know. kill you I, and throw I, you. For, I know, mean. but how hard is it to hit an elephant with a gun, Joe? Not very hard. Not very hard. Or no. even a moose. Well, uh, moose are delicious. And, uh, I, 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 I don't think I could do it. it. You shoot, couldn't shoot a moose. I could like there's so many deer in my where I live. I could suffocate them with a moose. I could I could That's suffocate a, a deer with a pla- with a dry cleaning bag in my backyard. Well, you have a lot of moose in your <laughs> or a lot of deer in your area, right? That oh, area fuck. is overrun. Well, you gotta be careful of ticks, right? Don't yes. you? Lyme disease. I, I, I got it. And uh, did you get Lyme disease? Uh, almost. I had the tick. I had the big bullseye on my back, and my wife got it. Fucking luckily, we caught it early. But I. Going so by they, Johnny, remember going by Johnny? Yeah, his wife got Lyme disease. It's fucking dangerous, man. I know, I know, ten people that have it. I have to check my balls before I go to bed every night for ticks. Yeah, in the summertime. Hmm. Well, they give you an antiseptic. That's what's weird. Ticks, they have like antiseptic saliva, so that when you're they're biting you, you don't even feel it. Right. Creepy never little fucking fuckers. Creepy little fuckers, man. And there's diseases. They say that in the somewhere in New York, there was some some place like near Long Island where they tested. The ticks, and they found that sixty percent of the ticks had Lyme disease. Six zero. Yeah, that's fucking it's insane. That is insane. Yeah, my wife's knee blew up. She got this big fucking. So did she take the antibiotics and yeah. did they clear it up? All that shit. Yeah, because we, we caught it quick. Yeah, but that's some the people problem. you don't even know. We know? had a guy on our podcast, Steve Kotler, and he had Lyme disease for a fucking year before they diagnosed it, and it fucked him up so bad that he was in the hospital for three years. Three years yeah. from Lyme disease. Remember that, Jamie? Well, yeah. Scary. My Scary buddy's wife fuck. had to walk around with like an IV thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, no, it, it's, it's like a silent epidemic in this country, those goddamn ticks. <laughs> and they come off the fucking deer. They'd come off the deer. Who look so deer cute ticks. and shit. Yeah. But, but it's uh, terrifying. Yeah, when uh, I shot that deer in Colorado, we found a bunch of ticks on it. We had to be super careful cleaning it up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we found ticks like near its balls and shit. You have to be careful. Ticks love balls. Well, the ticks are gross, man. They're just fucking creepy little animals that have this bizarre disease. That we, it's fairly recent. <laughs> I, I know it's a recent disease. I mean, it's it's not it's not that. Well, it's probably been around, understood. right? But they didn't know what it was back in the day. I don't think they think that. No, I think they think that it's something that is uh, that's something created by the right. I, I, there's a bunch of conspiracy <laughs> theories about Lyme disease. Yeah, it's definitely completed, completed by the right because it affects mostly white people. That's why. Like there's too many of us. You need to balance uh, this out for the Bilderberg Group. Oh, read that book. I'm scared. Seriously, I'm never voting again. So what? Do you just think that it's all scam? Dude, read it. It's not a scam. It's planned. The fucking the Rockefellers. They're the ones at the heart of all this shit. So according to the book, Trump is involved in it and he doesn't know it. So that that's how on? far they think ahead. You know Bill Hicks's bit, right? About I agree with the puppet on the left. Right. No, I agree yeah. with the puppet on the right. Hey, right. there's one guy controlling both puppets. Right. This book makes that crystal fucking clear. Well, look at you. Your eyes are bulging. Your I know hands the copy are fucking, is like, very tense. It's like I did an eight ball with this fucking rocket fuel you put in me. Um, <laughs> Don't drink one of these, whatever you do. No, I, I can't touch that. 270 milligrams caffeine. That no, boy. That, that'll make me cry in the plane. I got to... I got to beat it soon. Okay. Because I got to return my car. Jerry Sandusky's son, Jeffrey, charged with child sexual abuse. Oh, Jesus Christ. It runs in the family. Of course it does. He probably did it to his own kid. More than five years. Oh, my God. Jesus fucking Christ. That's terrifying. Did that just come out, uh, Jan? 11 minutes ago. 
God, that's so terrifying. I was supposed to go bowling with him next week. Criminal solicitation and corruption of minors. 14 counts. Oh, God, he's 41. Jesus Christ. That's so gross. How many counts? 14? Yeah, that's probably all they caught him with. His old man's like, hey, you couldn't keep up with me. (laughs) Uh, You pussy. You're You're slacking. Like every other kid. You got it easy. You got it light. Good. So he's going away. Should. But that's the crazy thing about child sex molestation, that it seems to like affect the kids, and the kids wind up doing it. It's like really For what common. you just said, it pro- I, we don't know for a fact, but I, you're probably right. Yeah. I'm sure he got diddled. Up. I'm sure. His dad was such a fucking piece of shit. Oof. I'm sure he probably fucked him, too. He probably fucked everybody. But he knew a 3-4 defense, I'll tell you. He got, Did he? Was he no, good at it? I don't know. <laughs> he was there for years, though. It's too when bad I watched Joe Penn Paterno State, you'd died. see him on the sideline. It's too bad Joe Paterno died. I would like to have known what he knew. About two minutes after he retired. Yeah, he was like... Well, He's actually lucky. He well, you know what the grilled. stress must have been like for Absolutely. Him? Absolutely. You know, when they... When for a guy that age. Took down a statue and all that shit, and realized that like his whole legacy was tainted by being connected to this fucking criminal. And then they replaced the statue with Pee Wee Herman. That was kind of a dig at him, didn't you think? Is that a joke? Yeah. I thought you were serious. Jamie got it. Look at he's fucking laughing Jamie's his ass off. What do you tell a producer not to laugh out loud? He probably <laughs>, laughs at everything. He's constantly laughing. I just didn't know what you were saying. I was confused. <laughs> yes, Pee Wee Herman's a statue in Penn State. He's got to be a statue somewhere. Google statue of Pee Wee Herman. I bet it's up somewhere. Yeah. It's right in front of the Cub Scouts building. Remember when he got arrested for beating off in a theater? Yeah, who hasn't done that? That's the old school way. Exactly. They would go to theaters and beat off. I like Jaws so much, I drugged off during Jaws. Well, any cop that arrests someone for doing that, they usually go to jail for misappropriation of public funds. You're, jerk, you're, you're arresting people for jerking off at a porno theater? What'd you, what do you want oh, to do? Oh, I thought he was at the lowest cineplex. <laughs> I really did. Did you really? I didn't know it was a porn theater. No, he went to a goddamn gay porno theater. That's what theater. that's for, for Christ's exactly. sake. Exactly. But the, apparently people were getting upset that other regular folks <laughs> couldn't just go and <laughs> watch guys <laughs> fuck <laughs> each other <laughs> in the mouth and not pull their dicks out. <laughs> Like, what kind of a business are you running here? There's men masturbating. I know. Somebody had to fire off an email to the yeah. porn theater manager. Well, you know what it is? It's low-hanging fruit. It's like they just decided to arrest someone. They needed, uh, needed to get a collar, and that's how they did it. Yeah. Nick DePaul, do you have to leave? Where you, uh, where you I at? I do. CISO is when? Tell us when CISO is. My special uh, is premiering this Thursday night. Uh, it's called Inflammatory. It's on CISO TV. What a perfect TV. name for you. And, uh... And, no Advil required, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the bigger thing, Joe. Um, my podcast, which is on iTunes and Riotcast, um, on Mondays for free. But if you want to subscribe, you go to connectpal.com slash Nick. What does the su- subscribing do? And uh, they get two to three more shows a week Why don't for you just give it to them a for month. free, and then you'll have more people coming. No. To this is working beautifully. Because I don't is have it? the money you have. I have to do what I got to do. I understand what you're saying. I have a Coke uh, thing with Henry Hill in Pittsburgh. It's going oh. pretty well. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, connectpal.com slash Nick and you can sign up and, and people are loving it nickdip.com to, for all this information you can everything. get it at nickdip.com yeah and CISO Thursday night CISO comes out TV CISO. Uh, Thursday night is the prayer my one hour special on CISO by the way I 100% support CISO CISO is the shit they're doing amazing Absolutely. stuff they have so many they have Stan Hope has his special there Joey Diaz has his special yep. there it's fucking phenomenal Brian Poussain Janine did one and uh, Janine yeah. has a special out. She had one a few months ago. On That's C-Show. literally her only piece of work. Like, ever is that right? Stand up. Yeah, she doesn't have a body of work. That was always like the criticism. Of oh well, I think she, she has one. And uh, dude, I really don't want to wait a year. I just hate traveling so much. Anytime, man. Anytime. And, uh, Anytime. We could do it. We could try it through Skype if you want to do it that way. Yeah, I did that with Stephen. 
crowd or it's somebody. Okay. It's okay. It ain't that nah, bad. I got to be same. here. You got to be here. Yeah, I don't get to see you much. But ladies and gentlemen, Thursday night, Nick DePaul's one of the best comics in the world, without a doubt. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate Dude, it. Come on. We got to do it again. Thank you so My much. <laughs> it was fun. All right. See you tomorrow, fuckers. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Thank you to Nick DiPaolo. Make sure you check out his special that is on CISO. CISO. This Thursday. CISO.com. Uh, CISO, which is an awesome service. Uh, they have, as we said on the podcast, uh, a bunch of different stand-up specials, including the great Joey Diaz and Doug Stanhope. Those two guys have awesome specials on CISO that are available right now. Thanks to Caveman Coffee for getting Nick DiPaolo high like he's on fucking crystal meth. CavemanCoffeeCO.com. Go there. Use the code word Rogan, and you can save 10% off any of their awesome coffee and drinks and all sorts of other groovy shit that they have. Thank you also to Squarespace, your solution. If you need a website, if you need a website, you can make it yourself, and you can make it awesome with Squarespace. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to Squarespace.com forward slash Joe. That's squarespace.com forward slash Joe for a free trial and 10% off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by my all-time favorite underwear, Me Undies. Go to MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan and you can get 20% off your first order. That's MeUndies.com forward slash Rogan. All right, you fucks. That's it. We're done for today. But we'll be back. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Bye. Bye.